Hello and welcome to Kingdom Divided. We are today on game 31. Last game, uh, we started as Casimir was preparing for his duel. A blessed name, Jeffrey Fortier, came by to give a blessing to Casimir and they spoke a little about that. While he was prepping for the battle, Tarek um, went with Siobhan and Laya to go get a ring for his new uh, fiance. They pick a few and then get the one that they want. Then we go on to the duel of Casimir and Emily Cassano for the trial of Penelope Duran versus Timothy Duran, um, being officiated by Louis Covengard. Uh, Casimir wins, but gains a shattered rib that is piercing into his lung. Um, Louis Covengard writes the document giving Penelope the win as she, as soon as she receives it, she takes out a knife and stabs her uncle as now he is subservient to her. Uh, Lewis, kind of insulted by the whole nature of your guys' attitude, just leaves. And is like, fuck with you. Um, from that, Siobhan and Laya go talk to Sovereign for advice about the Tanya Bennett problem. Sovereign says that he much more prefers House Montemir having enough success that they stay noble than if they are beaten or he feels if they are beaten the Red Spot will become a terrorist group that will attack the entire country from the shadows. As Siobhan uh, comes back she picks up Carrick and they are looking for Daniel Whitestar and they find out that he's at the Library of Pearstone. When they walk in they find a treaty of White Star, Silver Ridge, and Almern being signed called the Treaty of Fire and Waves, where basically it will allow control of the and unity of the entirety of the East, as long as we forget Montemir doesn't exist and all these other particularly delicate moments that have to happen. Uh, while they are there after the meeting ends, they notice across the courtyard, uh, Sazad is watching them again. While that has finished, Caden decides to go over to House Dearth and try to be like, Sanag's not a bad guy, you know, even though he's in jail for sedition and treaty, uh, no, and uh, treason. And uh, they're like, well, why would you say that? And he's like, because Connor told him to do these crazy things. And they said, well, Connor's not going to change his mind that he's a bad guy next week. And he's like, I give you my word, he will not. Um, as they accept his word and that kind of moves on. Um, then Laya has a conversation with Rory um, a, a bit about, oh no. Uh, as they're leaving, a man comes up saying he wants to talk to Rory. Laya sees him and it looks like her old protector, Apollo. It is his son. He gives a letter to Rory. Um, they all say, hey, why don't you join the crusade with us? And he's like, I'm not going to kill commoners um, in such a war that you're about to do. It is ignoble. While that's being done, Teresa Wycliffe gives the characters an update, and we are going to retcon this a little, that she gives a basic ballpark of the entirety of the marriages that are coming into play. If you have either uh, reputation or heraldry, you can remember this. If not, ask a player, like, isn't one of these people getting married? And they're happy to give you that update. Yay. Um, after that, uh, Lai decides to give the letter to Rory that was given to her by the son 
of her old protector. And the letter says that the Belkine have started summoning the creature that was being summoned in Selene by her mother. And but did that it is... say that part, or did it just say that they're summoning a creature? That is being some. They are summoning the creature that is was summoned in Selene. Okay. Um. So, it's not a a far leap to make that assumption. Um. It is definitely one of those things of what do I remember in my childhood versus the hindsight of looking back on it as an adult. Sure. Um. And I think we um, are, are good. Uh, Rory says, if you have questions about this, we can talk about it another time and sends you off to bed. Um, and we will have the next day jump, if you'd be so kind. As every day getting for another role for... Oh, what are these ones on the calendar? Okay, so that's what I was, I was just describing. Oh, um, okay. Every as you move the day, those ones are marking the week where Casimir gets a roll to see if he loses his wound. Okay. So he only gets a roll every seven days. That's terrible. Awful. Um. So I didn't want us to possibly forget it. So it's on. (laughs) It's on the actual calendar. Um, Appreciate that. And if you actually click on the calendar date, it actually will say wound taken, roll for heal. It um, does. So, um, so you all are kind of waking up. Um, I need uh, Casimir to give me an endurance roll. Okay. Is this to see if I don't get more hurt? Uh, this is our, if you're able to sleep with the level of pain you're in. Oh, yeah. And you hit the 12. You actually sleep okay. soundly. Um, the the drunkenness... Yes. Yeah. The drunkenness that you had before you went to sleep helped a lot. You were able to sleep well. Um, and, you don't have, and, and you're not considered to have had an exhausting day. Excellent. But all of you do kind of hear him moan a little as the booze begins to wear off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I think as soon once I'm sort of up and dressed, uh, I just start, you know, my breakfast day with a big old glass of wine and keep going from there, just to try and keep um, keep the, keep the pain dulled. Are you going to ask Caden to aid you in getting dressed? Getting dressed, especially with a shattered rib with pieces like pressing on your lung, is likely yeah. you would. <laughs> it's you don't want to do the large stretches and the good morning hellos. It's like yes, uh, that's very true. Uh, <laughs> and, and my squire isn't here, so uh, yeah, I, I would ask for assistance. Caden, okay. uh, I know you are likely still uh, in the car. Um, if you no, no, I'm no, I'm I'm here now. Like I okay. said, that's a block away. <laughs> but I didn't think it would take like 15 minutes. <laughs> no worries. So please come on. Alright. Do you want me to roll anything in particular or just help him? You could just help him. 
I, I just okay. wanted you to address that you were without me talking. To Absolutely going to help him. Yes. Okay. So everyone is kind of up at this moment. Um, all of you do see how wounded Casimir is. Um, he, it is not just abrasive wounds. He was actually sliced into his chest. Um, basically, as he turns, the slice went through the edge of the breastplate and basically cut through the seam. Terrible. This was a close one. Casimir just sort of loudly, not loudly, just sort of to the air, mutters to himself. Lila is just third quarter, putting on her shoes, nodding, going, yeah, that was a whole lot. Ron is actively avoiding looking at it. <laughs> it's, ew. Well, it's not gushing at the moment. It's still ew. <laughs> Uh, at least uh, she had more honor <laughs> than uh, I or or uh, or my father and uncle, and her blade was not poisoned. Well, I can't argue with that, but. I'm not a warrior. And there's a reason why. I mean, I mean, she fought for money for an up, um, upsurper, so how honorable could she really have been? That is... I'd rather not dwell on insulting her. She, she gave up... She very nearly bested me. I'm happy to salute her as a fine warrior. Um, oh, that part uh, I agree on. <laughs> I, I don't know as to her what was told to her as to justify uh, how Tanya Bennett twisted the truth to justify her fighting for uh, Timote. Um no doubt um, I was a... I, I don't uh, think Tanya Bennett did. I'm pretty sure she was already in his employ. That is not the impression that I got. My my impression that he just had mercenaries, but she was a, um, a member of the uh, army under General Sherman. No, no, she was before she joined that mercenary group. Because I got a role. I know her history. All right, I recognized her. No, she did some work before them. Uh, she was a member of that mercenary company. I don't remember if she was the leader or not. Uh, he hired them um, to be troops to fight in the war to claim that he was already doing his um, barrenly duties and providing troops to try to show that he, he was already doing a better job and more deserving than um, than your soon-to-be wife was. Okay. I see. I, I uh, thank you for that clarification. Uh, 
Um, still, in the end, it worked out well. Um, I must admit, I have been dreaming of managing to become a noble in my own right for almost as long as I can remember. So a few busted ribs, even before we, right before we ride off to war, is well worth the cost. Hmm. Well, technically you you were a noble when you became a knight. Right now you've just reached the head. You you are now a uh, baron, which means you outrank almost everyone in this room, except for, well, Connor's asleep in the other room, and uh, Carrick, if he gets back. And Ooh. you're, and you now technically report directly to the Emperor, because you're now his bannerman. Yes. And I want to speak with my wife-to-be, as well as your uh, husband-to-be, Lila, um, about that. Well, I hope, cousin, that your broken ribs are well worth the barony that you are going to now be managing with Lady Penelope, who I think is very attached to that barony and has a great deal of love for it, if if the stabbing of her uncle yesterday has anything to to say about it. Uh, uh, the, I get that impression as well. I get that, certainly. Of course, um, he did kill her father, so... Yes, that was a turnabout is fair play. No, I mean, I, I think I, she would fit right in with the Silver Ridge Ramirez clan if she's willing to take justice into her own hands like that. Yeah, I, I, I'm just impressed that she managed to wait, wait as long as she did until it was legally feasible, as opposed to doing so earlier. Well, that speaks well of her judge of uh, her intelligence. She's an which, extremely smart woman, and which is well, she fit in here very well with the other ladies, <laughs> her new sister-in-laws, and. Now you're just flattering us. <laughs> I mean, I would totally sister laws and um, cousins. <laughs> I would totally stab someone who crossed you, Caden. Totally. <laughs> so. So, um, what? Um, uh, there, oh, there, there is a kind of a scratch on the door. Like I'll uh, go I don't know if you're is. awake. Yeah. <laughs> so it is uh, Diego Velas, the uh, uh, right, the sergeant of Casimir's uh, little unit, and he has a large package with him. I'll let him in. I'm assuming everything's everyone's decent at this point. <laughs> uh, Diego, it's good to see you. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know what to call you. I'll just call you it for a while. Maybe you're a baron, maybe you're not, but uh, uh, you could the... call me Cas. Sir is fine. Okay, sir. Well, I just want you to know that uh, a package was sent from Hausteron to your unit. They thought you might be there, so I brought it over here. 
you know, I much more prefer delivering axes than packages, but I guess this is the new scenario that we're in. Yes. Well, don't, don't worry. I'm sure that you'll be, you won't be delivering too many packages to these uh, saffrons before, before too long. Okay. Well, here you go. What does the package uh, look like? Uh, it is large. It is probably, it is leather wrapped. It is about, I'd say four feet by two feet wide. What, what, uh, thank you. And, and I take the package and I say, do you want to see what it is before you head out? Sure. I, I, I open the package. So it is a, uh, house to rond, uh, crush shield. Yeah. And it is a long sword, um, with a note, um, uh, in the package. Um, would someone who can read mind reading this note for me? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll read it out loud. Nosy. <laughs> yes. Um, Sir Ramirez, as you have risked your life to defend my honor and the preservation of House Durand, I would feel honored if you would take these weapons with you even before our marriage, as you have shown yourself a stalwart defender of the house that you will soon be a member of. Penelope. Uh, I, I, I draw the longsword to look at it. It's a uh, castle forged, so you get the minor bonus. But it's, oh, not, nice. um, it's not like... like uh, Heirloom level. level. Yeah, it's not heirloom level. It is basically you can pay double to just get it a minor bonus, or you can pay crazy to get a super bonus. Gotcha. Is there a. Oh, sorry. I I was just asking is there in this world, Patrick, an equivalent of Valerian steel or Damascene steel? Yes, but they are each unique. Okay. I was just curious. It is not like one type of thing does it. It is like, remember how you've heard about the three things for the eight magic arrows? Yeah. Like if you get the tree from that place and the thing from that place. Basically, it works that way for a lot of different weapons. You get the deathly hollows, then then you get to have the power over death. Like you can have a a dagger that is the claw of a griffin. You could... (laughs) Uh, hopefully there'll be some of that in, in the Duran land, since that's where they live, apparently. Um, I, 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 I show the uh, sword to Diego, and I say, uh, quite a fine bit of steel. And then I um, start uh, replacing my uh, sword's um, scabbard at my belt with this uh, new uh, blade. Or I start to, and then say, "Diego, would you mind helping me put this no. put this on?" <laughs> Not a problem, sir. Not a problem. And uh, he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't carry this stuff yet. You might be right. tempted to use it. <laughs> uh, 
I, he knows I you do. so well. <laughs> That's very true, but I I feel far more naked than I would actually be naked without a sword. Okay. Uh, <laughs> slit slit uh, your own throat. <laughs> uh, I'll rely on my uh, new relatives to uh, act the part of common sense. Okay. I'm going to give Layla a dubious look like... Um, (laughs) So... Not looking back, because I might laugh. (laughs) This may be a political question you don't need to answer yet. We just started camping with the Silver Ridge troops. Are we now supposed to camp with the Rivers troops? That's a great question. For now, since I will be fighting under um, uh, my father's uh, command uh, with other Silverage troops in the Crusade, stick with them. Got it, sir. Um, that's the most important thing we could figure out. The uh, Certainly, that's a question that I'll need to address with my uh, wife-to-be, as well as... Uh, as well as uh, my father, um, to figure out those sorts of details. I don't want to make an assumption before without consulting everyone. Of course. So I guess if more mail comes, I'll be back. Yes, yes. Well, you can send Pavel. Uh, I suppose that's what he's here yeah, for. Yeah. This might have been too big of a, a, a package for Pavel to carry. Okay. And like he uh, he takes a bowl of fruit with him. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh, would one of you mind enjoy writing? The fruit. Uh, yeah, enjoy the fruit. Uh, and then once he leaves, I turn to uh, uh, mostly Shavon uh, since uh, he read the letter. Would you mind writing a response to Lady Penelope? Not at all. So. I will write a lovely response to Penelope that will express a lot of things that perhaps Casimir would not think to express. Uh, would you like me to roll uh, an eloquence for that, Patrick? I would. I would. Okay. What happened there? Yeah. She got a nine. She it's probably as appropriate as you would write it if you could write. Yeah, perfect. This is the breaking one point, right? Well, this is the breaking point, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, six is you got it. Twelve is like, yeah, kicked ass. And then, like, it just grows exponentially after got that. It. Right. So okay. six is supposed to be if it was an easy tap. Okay. You did, you did <laughs> fine. If you're 12, it actually was a difficult task that could take you a ton of time to cons- consistently succeed at. And then everything is off the hook when you're doing it against someone because you're actually against their natural defenses. Okay. Yes. Um, would anyone like to start their day? Um, Siobhan's going to like snag. Lila and Caden, because you two know him. And um, while uh, 
Casimir is getting himself all prepared. And, uh, I mean, not like Casimir couldn't hear, it's just they, the two of them know him. So, you remember the strange fellow, Sazed? The man who you saw in the... He was watching the conversation that was happening yesterday. Between all of the dukes and... I'm fairly certain he is a part of Tanya Bennett's larger spy network. From off so, screen, you hear Casmo yell, he's the one with the dark magics, right? Magics, yes. I don't know particularly their color or, or association. Um, but um, he is actively, he has actively been listening in on our on our conversations and knows information that could be problematic considering certain negotiations. Um, I don't know what to do about this fellow. I am at a loss. It's one of those things where how do you pin down a shadow that when asked doesn't exist? I mean, I thought he was one of the tested. He presented himself as one of the tested. He Perhaps very well he is one maybe. of the tested. But he displays magics I little understand and um, has a facility to find himself in places that I'm a little surprised by. So I don't even know where to begin to in, to pursue him or if we should pursue him. Again, this entire situation has me at a loss, and there is quite a bit writing on the information he now has at hand, which he's yeah. probably already shared with Tanya Bennett. If if he is the same, that the mask is his personally, as opposed to some sort of inner circle guild, then there's many masked men. The magics that he's displaying are of the House of Stone of the Esten people, which would make me believe then that he was Esten himself, because we don't exactly teach those things outside of that. Oh, Jen's trying to hold her face. What's so funny? Oh, Patrick. Uh, <laughs> this is something that made me laugh. Well, who knows what evil lurks in the heart of Montsmir and Alicia's knows. Um, so at least we have one bit of information, though it's not a great one, but at least there are certain rules, I guess you could say, that applied to those magics. So there are certain things that we can anticipate and potentially um, anticipate. Um, but other than that, yeah, I, I agree with you that I'm not sure what to do with regards. I, I am no spy. Um, and I don't necessarily think that way. This seems like a problem for Clemente. Sure, but he is not he here right now. Yeah, he he's not here. Would do you suspect that Suzette is actually a member of this house of have stone? 
don't know, Patrick, like how, how much, I mean, my friend from childhood displayed those powers. That doesn't mean any, no one else could possibly display those powers. Or was that something that was so unique to him that would put, it would be him. Okay. Um, as you are not a researcher of magic knowledge. I am not. Um, I will let you do an education knowledge role. Okay. You don't have education, you can do pre your knowledge. You are making, like, if you would have spent the last 20 years even thinking about the magics, you kind of were like, we left that world. Right. Um, oh, my. Well, that's not you, so you, bad, at least. You broke the six. Um, yeah. It's more like members of the House of the Stone can spontaneously generate it. Okay. People who are not of the house of the stone can spend nearly a decade learning it. There's so much writing on the fact that we can't, haven't seen, and can't see his face because who knows how old he is. the The magic that he's displaying are naturally of the house of stone. But I mean, if he's attested, theoretically he could have learned them. It would be more difficult and would take a great deal of time. But to not know if his hair even has salt and pepper in it, I I can't. Yeah. The one thing, though, is that, yeah, so they can move through stone. They can conjure it like water to a certain extent, conjure through it like water. So, I mean... Don't be in any stone building, which is I know ridiculous, but um, I mean maybe we could. Uh, you could also a... ask a test it. I was about to say. Okay, we, how we we could go and ask one of the tested who is this tested who wears a red mask. Um. You were most of you were there when the Almuran tested came and gave Carrick some data. Yeah, um, there are tested amongst your allies. So even though you have no tested in Silverridge that are here, there are tested out there that are knowledgeable. Because like it's not even something Rory's going to know. You can't even go next door and go, Rory. Do you happen to know the dark secrets of uh, of Estin magics? Like, right. No. <laughs> no. Um, so that's definitely someone you're going to have to ask about. Well, I at least have memory, so I could at least recall some of these other tested. So yeah, yeah. You want to do a memory roll, and I'll get you some names. Yep. Okay, um, that is quite a good memory roll. Um, I believe it is, um, it was chapter around 25. Um, that's when he asked if he can marry Mayo. So we're like maybe at 22. It was when you guys were walking on the way here. So 20. This again. 
Alright, so we're pal. Met the odd fellows. Nope. We're at 19. Wow, we're like uh remember real far back. Um March starts, conversation. Uh yeah, after the Stigilites. Um Did you need to make a memory roll? I, I'm actually pretty cl- the thing is I <laughs> I know that I think it's one is the guy's name. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just pull up. Because I have the list of all attested. Yeah, it's the one with the tattoos and the one with the card of and the one with the pile books. Um it is I believe it is Juan Diego is the Almurin tested guy who they were getting data from. Um, That was session 18. And I will pull up his picture for you right now. This was Juan Diego. Gotcha. Oh, he's yeah. One who he's part of a tested cadre who told Carrick the nature of how prophecy worked. Yeah. And with your guys' new Almer and Bond, it should be easy for you guys to go talk to them. Or you could just be like, hey, uh, Timothy, t- uh, Timothy, can you hook me up with one of your tested? Hey, Sovereign, can you hook me up with one of your tested? Hey, everyone you guys have made connections with, um, you ha- obviously have tested contact. Mm-hmm. Well, let us go speak to Juan Diego first um, okay. to see what he- his insight might be. I would hate to alarm my future husband (laughs) until I have a little bit more information to present to him about what's going on. Okay. And are you going to take anyone or everyone? Um, Everyone can come. I am okay with that. Cool. That way um, Casimir can meet some of the Elmerans and you know, maybe make nice with them. You guys walk over to the Elmeran camp. Um, unlike most of the other encampments, which are just have like some troops on the side, they've actually built um, a picket line and like a barricade. Where are their sure. dragons? Definitely behind the barricade. Definitely, that's where I get. <laughs> not for their some... protection. <laughs> right. They don't want someone randomly walking by and the dragon kills them. Yeah. It's like, that foot looks tasty. Let's put a damper on some of the communication <laughs> opening lines. Is that a small child over there? Those are delicious. <laughs> Undependent child, even better! <laughs> so... 
as you come up, there's um, Mukajai <laughs> troops that are guarding the front of the entrance. Okay. Um, good day, uh, sirs. I'm actually here on an errand to look for a particular member of the larger Almiran party. Um, of course, uh, Lady Silveridge? Yes. I'm looking for uh, Juan Diego. Um, he is attested among the party of the Duke of Elmira. Um, he is not in our residence, but I will get a note written for you for you to gain access into the residence that he's currently in. Blended. I appreciate that, good sir. So, <laughs> he, uh, he comes back in like five minutes with a, a note in salt blood. Basically, no one here reads salt blood. Nope. Yeah. Um, nope. And he says, if he's you go to the halls, of, one in. <laughs> if you go to the halls of the tested, that's where he's going to be. I'm going to go. And you guys went there last time when you guys met with Andalusius. Ah, uh, thank you so much, sir. Treeps into the halls of the tested. Okay, so you go to the halls of the tested, which are surrounded by Rivers Imperial Guard. Very good, because he's the prime minister. So you got right, yeah. and he already had one one attempt on his life. This cake yeah. is it a glass container that will not open for me? Is <laughs> Is, oh, and the cat thinks there's people food on the line, so now she's jumping on me. Man, this is like a it's like glass. Film wrong. It's not glass, it's just really thick plastic, and I'm like, good day. Okay. <laughs> um, the river's guard uh, says, uh, how can I help you? Uh, yes, I was sent here uh, by um, the guards of the Almir encampment. I was looking for uh, Juan Diego, a member of the Tested, who is who is uh, apparently in residence here. Many of the Tested um, stay overnight as the debates go long in their discussions. Um, and may I ask who you are, my lady? Of course. My name is uh, Lady Siobhan Silveridge. Um, do you have a note for him, or would you like me just to ask if he's available? I passed the note along that I received. He looks at it, realizes he can't read it, and just walks on over. <laughs> it's good because I Probably can't happens read a it. lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> he comes back in about five minutes and says, uh, The tested Juan Diego has asked if uh, you would follow me into a certain area where you can meet with him. Um, you do not need to disarm your people. It is a separated part of the uh, uh, tested enclave. Oh, very good. good. Um, Did you press gain into this again? <laughs> so he uh, walks you through some areas. He you uh, go up some stairs, and after walking up about ten, uh, ten minutes up a tower that is really high up there. And you're a little uh, kind of huffing or puffing. Uh, it opens up into a, uh, a solarium kind of uh, almost um, an observatory at the top of the tower. 
and uh, Juan Diego is there, and he says, "Ah, blessed be the silver rich encamped." And he uh, says to the guard, "Absolutely, these are my guests. I'm sorry I did not previously give notice of their arrival. So many things happening; it passed my mind." And the guard just kind of bows, but of course, my tested, and he walks away. Um, what is the pleasure I have of this meeting? Well, first of all, may I say thank you um, for seeing us on such short notice. Um, I thought of you when I was uh, realizing I needed some further insight and appreciated the information you passed on to my cousin, Carrick, when we were on our journey here. Ah, I hope that he is beginning to master the ways of his prophecy. Many people also find difficulty maintaining prophecy in such a concentrated area of other prophets. Well, he doesn't speak very often of his prophecy unless he he has a particularly interesting one to share. <clears throat> I couldn't speak to whether he is improving it, his skills or not. Um, but... That said, I did have a question of my own to pose to you. Of course, my lady. Um, is there like a place to sit? Because if there is, yeah. Siobhan would take a seat. Yeah. There's like four or five seats. He's not sitting, but there are four or five seats. I know it breaks Casimir's heart, but he should probably sit. He probably should. After that huge ass walk up. Yeah. Yeah. Because your lungs, oh my god. <coughs> you mean lung. <laughs> your lung. Oh. I will carefully and and as graciously as I can be like, hey, you're sitting down to him. Casimir objects but eventually allows it. Oh you get now you get aggressive love. Um I And there's enough been... seats for all of you. Sorry, go on, please. Of course. I had a question um, regarding a certain man who at one point in time had been among the company of my cousins and I. Um, he is, I believe, a member of the Tested Order, but he came and went so unexpectedly. And of course, with the Tested, we've learned not to question it so much as your interests and uh, your interests in research often take you hither and yon at a moment's notice. Um, he was a man who but who went by the name of Sazed, um, a fellow who was wearing a, a strange mask. I know of this man. Um, I was curious about him because he seemed to, um, well, first of all, be curious about my family, but also seems to be very curious about me. Um, I do not understand why he would have a particular curiosity about you. Um, but I have met him and we have had, we have been in synods together of the discussion of many different fields and topics. Is he of Eston blood? May I ask why you inquire, Lady Silverage? 
his interests include me as well? I need this clear that the information that I am giving, I do not give in the nature of any detriment or reduction of power over the nature of the tested, its members, or their ability to further gain knowledge. Of course. I believe that Sazad was a member of an Eston line. That would explain some of the more interesting things we have seen him do. Ah. His second ring was the magic natures of the world. Casimir shifts uncomfortably. It was something I myself could never master. We ask because um, we've seen him here in Pearstone. We were quite surprised as when last we left him in the um, Halls of the Tested in the Silver Ridge Lands, um, we expected that our paths may not cross again, but he seems to have uh, made appearances here. I don't know if you're aware. As he is assigned to the House of Bennett, I can imagine that he has missions far and wide. Mm. I didn't realize that um, Tested were assigned to the non-ruling houses. Tested can be assigned to any house that is willing to pay for the toolage of other Tested. Ah. Are your services so expensive? I would not say it is particularly cheap. But there are people who can afford it without question, such as Zarazovich. Azmir is doing a bad job of like looking around at you guys. Being like, are you going to tell him about just sort of like very clearly, like just sort of looking at you, trying to with a you don't know what he's obviously what he's trying to tell you, but <laughs> he's very it's like, come on. I mean, Siobhan could probably guess, but she, yeah, yeah, Siobhan. <laughs> Siobhan plays a very different game. <laughs> so she's ignoring you. Um, when a man obtains his fifth ring, if he doesn't have personal wealth to pay off his education of the tested, he either will enter diplomatic service working for the empire or being assigned to any house that is willing to pay the tariff as well. Question, Patrick, did we know how many rings Zed had when he was a player? He had a five. He, he was did a full have tested. five. He was a full okay. five tested. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. He was a player? Mm-hmm. For yeah. a minute. Oh, For wow. a hot minute. Like, one session, and then he ghosted us. Well, oh. maybe two. But, and then he, two? Yeah. Either way, yeah. I don't know. He didn't even say, like, this isn't the game for me. He just, like, Bounced. logged out one day and didn't log back in. Went out for a pack of smokes and never came back. Yeah. Went, went to go play any game he had to pay to be in. Right? right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Anyway. Um, so. So he, um... So his he's an perhaps an employee to the Bennett's to pay off his um, student debts, as it as it were. <laughs> it is not as absolute as you may be saying. Let us say he no longer wished to work for the Bennett's. Uh, he instantly could enter imperial service, and Bennett's would be returned to their fees. Every tested chooses to be where they are. At least mm. at their rank and ability. Well, I imagine with Bennett's and their extensive network, perhaps his Ed skill set is comes at a, quite a, a valuable price. If he's being paid well by the Bennett's, I mean, I wouldn't blame him. I would say, cry, cry. particularly with Suzed that his loyalty is likely deeper than finances. Is he tied to the Bennets? I now would enter the moment of speculation and rumor. I don't like to enter that world without an open declaration. Well, I appreciate your candor, sir. As an academic, you've proven yourself very worthy in this sense. It is rumored as I have only seen him with his mask as well. That he was a Eston that was captured by Belkine troops and taken to Otenburg and tortured for a period of years. While he was tortured there, a young Montemere diplomat rescued him, got him to Belford, hidden away as one of his servants, and took him back to Montemere and enlisted him into the test of there. Mm. That's horrible. I'm going to glance over at Lila just because I kind of know she a little bit. So she seems abnormally stone-faced. That's punny. It is punny, but I didn't intend it to be, but yes. <laughs> That's horrific. If it's true... It- Servants of his have noted that his face is covered with the scars of torture. With the scars of what? Torture. Tortures, no matter what, uh, 
country they hail from. I feel I I have no problem admitting that even those who were on my side I found quite distasteful. Juan says, the Belkind do not have a particular acceptance for dark magics. I can understand. I'm not looking at him. I'm not looking at him. <laughs> I found it best to kill the dark magic user rather than keeping them. Otherwise, you have can greatly regret come to regret it. But I do have a question for you, Tested, if you do not mind. Do you know Tanya Bennett? Or of her, rather? I know of the diplomatic child of Reese Bennett. She asked me to murder five or six Tested. Um, so, and I understand she's to be married, so if five or six tested go missing, perhaps you know, that is where you should look. From what I know of Tanya Bennett, um, she would slate her thirst on any five or six individuals of any random category. I would not see her aggressions towards us as an attack against the tested as a whole. We asked for rings. My people rings feed from anyone un- other than a masked uh, tested. My people feed unruly people to great dragons. Tanya Bennett's disrespectful nature towards the tested is nothing that I will aggress. Very well. I wanted to let you know in case you happen to uh, start missing some of your siblings. I would take it absolutely as as an act of kindness if you were not obviously such it ends with Miss Bennett. I saw no reason to. It, I found it distasteful. If she asked you for five tales of a Mikado, I doubt you would find great conflict with that. I, yes, just because it would take me a long time to get back down south. From where I am now. Of course, the inconvenience of a target. Yes. But I digress. Of course, Sir Durand. Mm-hmm. On the Tanya Bennett matter, as a matter of fact. Perhaps you can give some insights. She's not an enemy I wish to have. And in fact, there was a part of me, and still is a great part of me, who would rather see her as an ally. I, to a certain extent, admire her given her circumstances and what she has had to go through. Any wisdom or insight into how to deal with the situation given how certain matters of the heart fell out? 
It would be greatly appreciated. I think you would understand that exactly that particular point, I would only be allowed to tell Duke Salazar. Yes. You're not asking for random information. You're not asking for a particular Tesla that is investigating you. You're asking for military secrets that it would be up to my dupe to provide. Okay. I had hoped for advice. But if it is as deep as that, then I understand that those are things that you personally cannot share. I respect that. Are there any other questions that you have that do not deal with House Montemir? I would be curious as to how a young woman who has uh, who is stepping potentially stepping into a, mar- a new marriage would handle uh, wandering into the politics of White Star. Do you have any advice on that one? You must have his banners fall in love with you individually, not with you as a unit. Do not attempt to seem so perfectly lock in step that they do not feel that they can possibly get one opinion from you and another from Timothy. If they feel that there's a chance for two choices, they are more likely to negotiate than act. If they feel Mm -hmm. that you were absolutely one voice, there is no point to talk. Wise words, which is exactly what I wanted. Ultimately, I I would want to work in concert with my new husband, not uh, to undermine my new husband. And I think you're wise words merely underscore how I can go about doing that. I do not believe that he will see it as truly inappropriate if you give the methodology of what you are trying to do. He knows his people and his wisdom will teach me quite a bit. I thank you for your words, uh, Juan Diego, and thank you for taking the time to speak with me about Suzed. My heart truly breaks if the if the rumor and speculation is true. My heart truly breaks for him. The head of the tested in White Star is a elderly woman who is here at Mistwick. It is if you wish to be introduced to her of your own accord outside of Lord White Star, I could possibly arrange such a meeting. I would love to meet her. Um give me but one moment. And you see him like rifling through some papers as he's looking for a particular thing. I don't know wh- how that works. What? 
actually out of character. I'm getting a name generator because I've never made her name. I have a picture. I just don't have a name. Generators uh, are the best. Oh, gosh, may I? And there we go. I love that meme. The ride or die. I wish I had a Corvette like that when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. That's her name. And this is her face. I like her. Nola was one of the people that challenged Andalusius for the highest tested in the land and lost. I can't pretend to understand tested politics, but does anything untoward happen when something like that occurs? Not at that level. The idea of losing that much knowledge, we do not allow violence to break the line when one has already risked their life five or six times to the question of knowledge. Hmm. Well, I would love to meet her and uh, perhaps gain her insight into White Star and the situation I will be coming into. She is likely in the same building. Um, he hands you a paper. If you give this to the river's guards, they can take you to her. Well, thank you very much. Um, is there anything I could do for you? Eric's choice to marry into the Songro Prati is confusing to many of the people of Almern, as well as I imagine many of the tested who naturally are here for debate. The idea of the pirate princes choosing to marry one step away from the Mikado feel like they have lost faith in the river's empire and the nature of Bellringer society as a whole. Regardless of his personal opinions, can you enlighten me on why Connor would allow such a match? An excellent question that I've wondered myself. I'm sorry to interrupt, but am I here? I forgot if she pressed gained me into this or not. <laughs> I totally yes. did. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you want to speak up, do so now. Both of those answers are love. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, wow. love of a 16-year-old boy for a very pretty girl of his own age. I think that my uncle's desire for his heir to marry and bear children and continue the family line is perhaps paramount uh, in his agreement to allow Carrick to marry Mio. That and she makes 
Carrick very happy. She's a very in highly intelligent young lady who speaks to his intellectual side. It's a side Carrick doesn't get to relish in very often. I do not believe that Carrick takes after Kincaid, unlike the other Silver Ridge brothers, that he would not find another match in time. With one that definitely brings peacekeeper investigation and possibly even Imperial Army investigation on Silverage finances and diplomatic heirs. But as he is marrying into a banner of my lord, I will leave it as a curiosity instead of an advisement. Casimir's nodding when he's saying all that. Well, I cannot say that I am as informed on my uncle's thought processes as many others are. He doesn't take me into his close confidence, but Carrick is in love, and I will leave it at that. What I will leave it at is there is actually a, a bet going in between certain cadres of the tested of if he will return from his honeymoon with the tail. Well, I will uh, make sure that we keep an eye to see if he does develop one or not. Lia says a little on the cool side, well, we wouldn't <laughs> want that, would we, Carrick? Or would we, Casimir? Yes, especially if the test is serious about his offer when it comes to six tails. Well, may blessings be upon all of you. And uh, Thank you. And, uh, he goes back to uh, his observations. Blessings upon you, Tested. And, and Casimir makes a painful walk down. <laughs> yeah. So, you're like, I, my ideas aren't crazy. The wisest man in the room agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> See? And, and, you know, Casimir appreciates the tested as, in his mind, people who also got up by their own bootstraps. Um, were Even you if going... he doesn't understand or have anything in common with them. Were you going to go see Nola at least for a moment before you leave? Yes. You want to have that meeting in private? You can be there. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of places for you guys to go. Are you going to just sit there with like... <laughs> just hang around the hallway? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the way, Siobhan hasn't formally told you guys, oh yeah, uh, the marriage is on, but you guys could probably be between the lines marriage is on. Yeah. Because it hasn't been formally announced, so that's why she hasn't said anything. And have you? You have not told us about the 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 blood and um, fire and waves no. pact. Nope, I have not that's mentioned right. that either. No, I, I... T t tell you what. Tell you what. How about I make a uh, cunning roll 
for me to figure out why he suggested you talk to the head <laughs> of someone that we barely know, other than you were trying to get married to him. Would that work for you? <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. You guys don't, I don't, wouldn't even think you'd need a cunning rule to know that one. Yeah. The strong presumption right, is there's yeah. at least an engagement, if not. All right. Siobhan hasn't said it outright. You guys are smart enough to figure that one yeah. out. Yeah. Right. So while you were taken to a tower with Juan uh, Diego, um, you are taken to almost a basement area uh, for uh, Nola Lavange. Um, it is it is nearly pitch dark. Only lie I can see with any clarity. This will be one of the rare times I will correct you on a pronunciation only because it's a French name I can't pronounce. Slavine. <laughs> I'm like, I can pronounce that one. Nola Levine. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't want her French, though. Oh, well. Uh, uh, I was going to have her be, uh, she was going to be a house grazi. <laughs> that went over, too. Well, that's how it's pronounced. In the okay, I'll get a new name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Because Grazi's what Italian? Uh, it's Swiss. It's Swiss. You know, they're all so mixed up over there. We'll just yeah. use Holt. P O T H O L T. Nola Holt. Oh, Holt. Nola Holt. Okay. Got it. So we're down in the basement, and uh, and Lila can see. And uh, she says, "The Rivers Guard told me that you wish to have a meeting." Yes, I was sent by Juan Diego. He thought I might wish to meet you. I see. You can feel that she turns in the room and her eyes are visible in the darkness in green. Green. Because, like, that's different from, like, Lila. Yep, and Lila's eyes don't glow. No. Um... When um, she turns, I will, I, I will at least perform a proper courtesy of greeting because I figure she can see me even if I can't really see her. And only Laya can I have a notice roll. So she's dissecting a shadow creature. This woman does not fuck around. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so as the Silver Ridge contingent has come, it seems that you have all had interesting days lately. One could say that. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Cer certainly have been. 
I'm surprised how successful you do is you do not keep a priest or a tested amongst your cadre. Well, a priest was kind enough to visit me yesterday. May I inquire on which priest? Joffrey Fortier, if you need the name. Yeah, I was just, yeah, Joffrey Fortier. Ah. One of the priests of Hathzarazovich. Um, Laya can see that she's writing notes with her left hand on on a pad behind her in the dark. Interrupting you, my lady, we can come back at another time. My cousin here simply wanted to have opportunity to meet you and to introduce herself. I am uh, sorry. When we are in our enclaves, we have of one mind and focus of our goal. Let me take us somewhere a little bit more sociable. Where's my lady? Um, and she says in Talmart, um, uh, thank you for reminding me why manners in Eston. And, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. And then she just starts walking out gradually, like pulling you guys to her with like just the flow of movement. And uh, you guys go past a curtain, and uh, there is a kind of a disheveled library where there are books and uh, notes kind of all around. And you see her, like, push some books aside for you guys to all have chairs. Again, with with as much courtesy as as Lila can truly muster that, truly, if we are interrupting you, we can make an appointment for your, your time. I would not want to put something very important on hold for just us. Oh, my work is sensitive only to the environment, not to time. Of course. But I, I appreciate your pleasantries, um, Baroness. I kind of glance at Lila like, oh. This is a Day of title dropping and secrety secrets. Like, Wance, you just dropped that. Mm. She knows the shit. <sighs> My lady, I uh, had wanted to meet you as you are the head of the Tested and White Star, and I am an attempting in my own young and fumbling ways to get to know the land better. I have taken it truly as my second home as I imagine you will as well. I hope so, Um, yes. Lord Timothy has made a point to finance and support my rise to power as I have given what advice I could to maintain the peace and the prosperity of the country. And I have heard that you are 
a formidable, formidable scholar indeed. Perhaps you, in if you do not mind, in the time that we have, could give me some insight into the changes that have been happening in White Star within this generation. As all of you know from some aspect or another, the rage that calls out in your fedora blood, the product of being so close to the great worm in your transfer from the land of fire and flowers. It creates a fervor of your people. This fervor was classically contained through internal violence, raids, and then after Ethan Sedai's unification into border skirmishes and clan politics. Timothy, after the loss of his fiance and his father and mother, through the nature of banditry in his domain, cut off the natural flow of Fedor rage in their homelands. He attempted to make them a more civilized people. And I do not take it as a negativity. Fedor rage has built some of the most beautiful cities ever by non-Eston hands. It created, though, a sense of backfire as even the more diplomatic leaders of each house was gradually losing control of their population as, for generations, many of these people supplemented their incomes through banditry and clan raids. I would imagine a similar aspect would be House Wycliffe. But imagine, but imagine it as an entire domain, my lady. Mm -hmm. It is one of the other reasons much against Timothy's desire that Saffron support has grown so strong. While you would never find it in any record book or you would never find enough witnesses to prove it, because of the diplomatic and commercial growth that Timothy has done over the last 20 years, it has made the fat that the saffrons grow strong. Saffrons are quite weak in Hasgrazi's domain because it is hard to have anything extra amongst the mountain scabs much more than a... <laughs> you are a goat to thrive in Grazi. But with forests, with deer, with the bounty of the land. The saffrons have become 
a blight across the country. So the people flock to the Saffrons because they're frustrated with their leadership for not allowing them to continue with their traditional lawless way of life. As if Fedora's saying that and not as I. Should have sent those with a violent inclination down south to the Crusades. We certainly could have used them uh, and it would have saved him a headache. Dear Crusader, it is not merely the 1% of the population that most people send to the Crusades, but I'd say closer to 30. Well, we definitely would have won if we had 30. Mm. I'm sorry, what was that party in? I didn't quite hear all of it. He, he said she that they would have... Yeah. Go ahead. Basically, that most people send 1% of their population to the Crusades, but mm -hmm. the unruly people of White Star are 30%. And the Casimir said, if mm -hmm. we had 30% of White Star, we would have won the Crusade. And Shvan's like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Shvan's got wheels turning in a rain, but he's not saying nothing yet. Um. If Timothy would have given away 30% of his population, the land would have grown fallow. And you would also imagine the political scenario would be for peacekeepers knocking on doors with for forcible conscription. Forgive me, it was a jest. Although I would point out that with so many of them about to be killed for being saffrons, the fields may still life out. Or worse. Yes. It is one of the reasons why we have pushed them to a very particular part of the domain. Indeed. Um, can I make a memory roll? To, yeah, I feel like we've heard where they got pushed, but I, Jen, am not remembering. Near Hedge Hill. Okay. Has my Lord Timothy given any thoughts on or perhaps yourself even, given any thoughts on how such people could be appeased rather than allowing them to be slaughtered amongst the ranks of the Saffrons. Timothy has come with wealth, peace, and compromise. They wish violence, chaos, and an old way of life. This is the classical metaphor of a few eggs must be broken for our omelette of a more peaceful Fedor race. Mm. 
I see. Well, I'm sure they could. I, I'm just wondering, and perhaps it's my youth and inexperience, but perhaps a, a compromise somewhere could lie in finding a way to direct their anger and rage and use it to effective and useful ways in which both sides can benefit from it. My lady, do I have the ability to speak freely? Those with me are my family and my closest confidants. So I would say yes. We are not Silveridges that brook the idea of supporting heretics and usurpers. They have made their choice and will propagate the next year's crops with their corpses. Well said. I wish I had a, a goblet here to toast you. Casimir's like, why don't I join the testing? Man, these people are all like me. <laughs> Just because I can't read and they're all about learning. <laughs> yeah, as you have already pointed out, the fields will go fallow as their bodies rot in them. It'd be better that they die and we have starving people for a season than are being marched on peacekeepers and our unloyalty to the Empire. Also a fair point. We are in a conclave of probably the second largest unification of troops ever. They are going to be marching into White Star to eliminate this threat. We are but, then going to somehow say we are going to negotiate with such people. Do you honestly believe that the frustrations of the Fedor who flocked to the Saffrons are going to go away once the Imperial armies have marched in and slaughtered them? Or will they merely become martyrs to a cause that will now rise up from, the, from those who remain indignant that their brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers all got killed for standing up for what they believed. Amir Ramirez was able to pacify the East for seven generations with one show of force. He, that he was, but there are many who still remember the old ways. Think this of it show this way. Uh, and Siobhan knows what she's saying when she puts that down. <laughs> Go on, Casimir. Oh, uh, think of it this way, cousin. Um, if you, this they indeed uh, <laughs> stew hatred uh, for the next generation, it'll be a way for your children to prove themselves as uh, warriors. She's not even going to look at Casimir. She's much, she's much more interested in what uh, um, 
of what Nola has to say. Because Nola's like, you're a heretic. You're a heretic. You're a heretic. Mm-hmm. And she's good at the burns of them. She's what? Good with the burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel the burn. But Siobhan's not going to back down because if she does, then she's not worthy to be in White Star. She'll respect her, but honestly, she isn't going to back down on this because then what good of a what kind of duchess would she be? The only back down is if she's right, and that's the advice you would take. Mm-hmm. If you actually think she's wrong, yeah, don't back down. I mean, Siobhan disagrees with her, but it doesn't necessarily mean that she's. She doesn't find wisdom there. Strategically, you need to understand. Seven-tenths of the entirety of White Star's troops and wealth are one Days horse ride from River's Domain. Cadres of peacekeepers could strike at the heart of White Star before message could even get to North. Whatever your personal opinions are, we must have a show of orthodoxy here. I don't necessarily disagree, my lady. My personal opinions are... Hmm. I have never stood against the River's Empire, shall we say. And nor have I... Nor do I particularly... stand against the faith of the bell ringers. But I do stand for those that I care for and the lands that and people I belong to. And that is where I ground myself. If White Star is to be my new home, I want to understand it And I want to understand both how we can defend ourselves and best utilize the forces that we have. Because as you say, seven-tenths of the the wealth of White Star are your days away ride from being marched on. Dormhaven could hold out for the better part of a year of a siege. Bridgevale, probably three months. But without their resources feeding the rest of White Star, it would wither. They are the heart of the country. Mm-hmm. 
And I have no doubt that Endelusius already has strategies for the rivers to take any of the touching domains. If heresy or sedition is found. You hear the shadow creature she was dissecting gurgle in the other room. I'm like, heresy. That's why you dissect shadow creatures. Don't summon them. I'm not particularly interested in summoning a shadow creature. What the bell kind are doing in Celine on their own time matters only to like Lila and you know <laughs> my cousin can kick ass and take names. <laughs> so also, by the way, Lyat, these are people who would know. Would know what? What's in Celine? Oh, because... I just presumed I was gonna go ask the um the guy, but I mean... I'm just saying, that guy has the proof. The knowledge may be known by others. Oh, okay. And she is dissecting a gurgling shadow creature, so, you know, door's wide I, open there. I just don't want you to feel that that is the only way to know versus... He has the proof. He obviously sent it to the tested as his obligation. Right, okay. Uh, that does open up for me then, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, in fact, I would kind of take a moment to play on words and and say, is it only heretical if you deem it to be heretical? If you do it, though, and I'm not saying the way that she emphasizes you is not you as in Nola, but like the royal you. Uh if you do it yourself, is it then uh, orthodox, or is it only called heresy if you your your enemies do it? I would not wish to attempt to inquire on Guadalupe's uh, interpretation of orthodox. You traveled with her, though, didn't you? We did. Took me a minute to remember. Uh, in, in a fashion, at least. But I think your question has another meaning. It, it does. Uh, I am only hesitant to say it because it's so outrageous I do not feel I can believe it, nor would I want to disturb those in my company and I I tip my like uh, to, to Nola and she's my company uh, disturb those that are my company with such knowledge as is rumored you, she seems intrigued she's like ah oh, I'm finally not bashing on Siobhan I can, <laughs> I can I learn something May may I take you into my confidence, then, lady? 
I will accept any confidence you can give as long as it does not betray my oaths. Not knowing exactly what all of your oaths may be, I will trust you to use your discretion then. Um, there has been rumor that Belkind may be summoning some sort of great beast, but I, I doubt this because I do not know that it can be possible. Oh. They are not what you would consider summoning a great beast. But you do know what they are doing. I know that is the way a non-tested would say it. I carry no rings. How would a tested put it? They are imbuing an avatar of the bells. There is an ancient Eston legend that was unlikely told to you due to your lack of being a scholar amongst them. That when tree and wood became a new form, they realized the magic that lie in the ground being unused and as a farmer tills the soil they prepared ways for that magical energy to grow and to prosper as wood crops it was nothing that could be used at but a moment but it was something that could continually absorb through its nature. Now, the aspect of what was there could be used in thousands of different fashions. That energy, I imagine, Guadalupe and the Belkind troops are going to use to manifest a great avatar of the Bells. To what purpose? As we are in the world of hypothesis, likely to finally shatter Eston Orthodox. Strange that they would focus on that rather than true enemies to the south, but... It can't cross the water. That seems a huh. It's feeding on the energy of this land. Ethan Sadai realizing this shattered the country in two to save the north. It is the point of the Grand Canal. So Leia is finally kind of putting the pieces together. So somebody else tried to raise... Are you saying the Esten tried to raise one of these avatars and that's why Ethan Sedai created the river? 
Ethan Sedai realized at the attack on um, Hands Fasted that if it was barely even a month delayed, the Esten would have been able to use the power of the ley lines to call upon great avatars of the land to fight for them. Ethan realizing this cataclysmic weapon could not be held in the hands of any of the great houses. Shattered the ley lines by dividing the country by water. There is still, though, while House Talmart and House Almern exist, the original ley line network to the south. Laid fallow, for it has not been enriched, but it is still fertile ground. Many even believe it is why the Mikado originally invaded where they did in the old Grazi domain that is now Belkind, hunting for the ley lions in the time that they had it. They felt if they would have mastered the ley lines, they could have teleported troops across the south to them here and be able to overrun the country. Like she just had her world rocked because she's like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> and she's doing kind of a poor job of, of keeping that under wraps. There's just, so you're saying there are monsters. Well, no. Well, you're saying though that they can elevate Anything. their ideals into a, a an actual physical form. Yes. I'm very glad that the Makata did not get their claws on such a weapon, but I am just as um, I'm also worried about any great house or any one having this weapon, especially if they're planning on using it against others, their neighbors. I imagine, though, there is someone who can advocate tolerance. And she's looking directly at Lyra when she says that. Yeah. It's just very difficult that once the firefly is out of the jar, recapturing it can be quite difficult. It is why I think tolerance will need to occur before the ritual is finished. Guadalupe has a lot of influence, but she does not have the power of the duchy behind her. After all, the sacrifice of one young girl for an entire nation.
if there's nothing else? I have a question. Do you know of this red mass tested um, um, uh, Sazed uh, yes. and his employee to Tanya Bennett? Yes. Are you aware that Tanya Bennett uh, requested me to murder seven random tested? I am not alarmed. All right. I <laughs> merely wish you and your... Uh, your people sell boxes of tested rings killed by assassins in Estrich. Are you going to clean the death of Tested from Silveridge before you bring to me Tanya Bennett's attitude? I honestly don't know what you're talking about, if that's the case. It, I've never been to Silveridge, so I, forgive me for my ignorance. Oh. My cousin has never been to Estridge. Your people have slaughtered Tested to the point that attested does not stand in Windbreak Castle. Your people have slaughtered tested to the point that not one has chosen to take the money of pirates to travel with you. Fascinating. Because why would well, one need the power of the knowledge of the tested? when one has the prophecies of sea witches. Indeed. Uh, personally, I'd prefer the knowledge of the... despite it being well outside my own than the prophecy of witches. Um, of course, yes. Thank me. Of course, yes, Sir Durant. And she gives a little bow and she gives a kind of a, a noise sound and uh, a uh, apprentice of the tested comes to escort all of you. Everyone's like, yeah, we were real not so great to the tested too. So maybe let's <laughs> stop talking about Tanya better killing tested. Kaz brought it up. Casimir yeah. keeps bringing it up. Yeah, he heard... and Kenny did not know that. So hey, no, hey, I know, hey, no, no, no. Hey. I no one corrected you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, two things. I wasn't aware they were killing them to get those rings. I thought not they were just fancy either. rings for bribery. And Two, she's not even your ex. Let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let that go. Yeah, Casimir no, was, was hoping to find allies against the crazy lady. No. Uh, so he, he nope. thought the people that she randomly had a bounty oh, on oh, 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 ally. Just right. you know, she has a whole prison's worth of people to torture now. She's got other things. Yeah, to, uh... honestly, <laughs> even members of your own family are like, dude, like she's not that horrible. Let it go. The other issue is House Bennett has paid for easily 40 or 50 tested to go through their education. Yeah. Right, right. She wants to kill a random five of them? Those are crappy <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah. hey, don't get us wrong. She's she she's concerning. 
I I'm concerned for her about her. <laughs> I am yeah. nervous. So but... you are escorted out of the halls of uh, Andalusius and the Tested. And... We're going to a wedding, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We're all showing up with just like, and then open our coats slowly and reveal knives, and then put them back. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> when the reins of cat of Castamere start playing, <laughs> see what you gotta do. You gotta you gotta come and say we brought you a gift. What'd you bring me? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> it's your dad's head, bitch. <laughs> Damn. The Lannisters send their regards. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and Laya got what she Well, needed. I meant to be nice and polite just to fuck with her. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Look, we, brought, we, got, we got all the things on your, your registry wish list, and, like, we, we're going to get you a honeymoon out to somewhere nice and tropical. It'll be fabulous. Yeah. That's what we're going to get. One, how long to get, um, to get one of those boxes of rings, though? How long will that take? <laughs> Since I now know how they're getting got. <laughs> they're getting got. Well, you could theoretically send a boat to Estridge and have someone buy them on the street. Um, yeah. But they were, yeah. When you guys were in Estridge, it was pretty clear. They just slaughter the tested as they arrive. Or, I don't know. I knew that, but maybe because I've talked about it in other aspects, but I definitely knew that that's where like those pretty rings came from. I think Siobhan put the pieces together, but she's not terribly shocked when she said it. Like, oh, that, that kind of attracts. Yeah. And of any... Nola, obviously, has done tons of investigation on Silverage, as you're the biggest threat to White Star. Yeah. Right. Or not. Well, I'm not sure. So, is there any... Uh, Questions you guys have amongst each other or updates about what the fuck is going on? I'd wait until we're back in our um, quarters. Okay. Mm. I'm kind of keeping an eye on Lila and also just being super thoughtful because for all of her guff, she gave me a, Nola gave me a ton of information that I I wanted that I'm I'm kind of Parsing over. If you really, oh. you're like, man, Bridgevale is only four dots away from that border. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. But um, at the end of the day, I, she's not wrong in the sense of. I, yeah, I think I would I would parse this out in character. So, well, I'll wait until yeah. we get to our rooms. You guys get back yeah. to your rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Casimir sort of rubs his hands through his hair and is like, Cousin. He can't use his other hand because he busts Maybe he <laughs> his head down. I have my, both my hands working. It's just my ribs. You can't really raise the other one up. <laughs> I don't think you understand what ribs do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a historian, not a doctor. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, Casimir says uh, with respect um, cousins I I am worried with how open everyone what an open 
lack of secret your all of your heresies seem to be. Less, not so much for my own, although I do need to speak with my wife about this, future wife about this, in case she gets concerned, but for your future, for the people that you're going to rule. The man who's kind of like staring off just thoughtfully kind of like frowns and is like, do you not understand that the Silverages have always had that reputation? That's because nothing new. I would ask for you to to enumerate what we what heresies we have performed in your company. Oh no, n- not specifically. No, but I'm just saying that if we you you're saying that we are open with them, which ones do we display? Which ones do we uh, flaunt? The whichever ones that Nola knew immediately to start. Ah, but that was our pirate reputation that she was against. That was yes. nothing to do with our faith. <laughs> that had to do with the the allegation of sorcery to obtain the lands that the that Clan Ramirez used. But that was never proven. And we have been dedicated to the Imperial House ever since. Yes, in fact, we are still dedicated to them now. So, I even now, even now, you say you're dedicated. Even now, you said you what? Are dedicated to the Imperial House and not to the. And not to the. I'm sorry. You just keep. We lost you. Oh, sorry. To the bell. Well, but we're talking about our. We don't really wish to ever overthrow the empire. Like, that is the true concern with our piracy. And are you are you saying that the that the bell is a higher status than the House of Rivers? I think to. Based I mean, that's on my, heresy. To the people that I grew As up with. As a Sedai supporter. To the people who I grew up with, they t- told, they said prayers for the empire's, emperor's health in the name of the bell. But they always said the prayer before eating to the bell, not to the emperor. To most people... I would argue the bell is of the up. And I'm not speaking of crusade. I'm speaking of uh, oh, not just the, the my mother's who came from all over, but the common people. Um, they are believers. And the I, they already have enough reason to distrust the people that rule over them. If they were to even get a rumor that they do not share their faith, I fear the outcome. Okay, so two key points that I would like to talk to to um. The new lady and lord. One is 
Guadalupe is one of the highest religious figures in this land. And even in the land of the most religious people in Belkind, she does not have the support for creating a power in the name of the bell that could challenge the emperor and the empire. I think that is because she believes the emperor serves the bell. Then why would she want to raise such a power to that has the ability to threaten it? It's not. And will send the and will send the country into another war. It's to wipe out the uh, Almiran heretic. Mm. I'm not saying I approve Th- that. The Estin that... heretics. It's the Estin yeah. heretics that she wants Me. to wipe out. Very, uh, apologies. Um, I'm not saying that this is a good. Um, far from it. I, I'm just saying that. Well, I'm pointing out, cousin, that you do often refer to dark magics and call literally all of us heretics. I will say that I have attended no other religious services outside of bell ringer services and was raised in the light and the sound of the bells, just like every other proper noble lady was. I am trying to speak more of perception, less of reality. I just worry. Worried about the perception of the common man who does not understand the burden that is nobility. Yes. I don't think you heard me. I'm not worried. Oh, I didn't hear. I did not hear that. No. I am not worried about the common man who does not understand the burden that is nobility. That is why there are nobility to oversee the common man. Which, by the way, like, hurts to say, but it's okay. This is my character. (laughs) We can leave this topic. I am not attempting to insult anyone. I I'm just trying to explain you know where I'm coming from. I'm trying to explain. Maybe this will help uh, alleviate your concerns. So in seven generations when our ancestor did commit actual heresy and braided down on a at what at the time was a noble house and took over an entire domain. Did the rest of the country rise up throughout these heretics? Or did they let that family consolidate its power into the domain that it took? They converted to the Church of the Bell. Yes. Exactly. And changed their name from Ramirez to Silver Ridge. And we're still here now. Oh, we're the Windsors. I didn't quite pick that. Oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that's. Had to get rid yes. of that German name during the war, so. Peace, that's Goldberg and Goldton no more. Yep. 
But you know, some of them still exist in Germany. That's the idea of the Ramirez's. Yeah, right. <laughs> You know, Batters fact, become Mountbatten's. It's not theft if I take it from history. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nope, it's inspiration, damn it. Exactly. Um, um, and also, Siobhan, you desire not to see a huge population of common people be slaughtered who, be fair, have made their choice if they had reasons or not, but it's like we were trying to tell um, Eric at one time, you were on a domain. Not everyone will be able to be your friend. You'll not be able to be friends with everybody. I'm well aware. I'm <laughs> merely speculating. I really wanted to get more information out of her on like not just her position, but the realities of of what what is the makeup of the people who are siding with the saffrons and can any of them be pulled away from the saffrons mm. because there's a resource there there's a resource there of people whose anger and violence can be redirected and repurposed and but not but we have to be able to figure out how to redirect it. Obviously, not everyone is going to be willing to be redirected. And those will probably be the ones who will be killed off in the wars. But I think mindlessly slaughtering everyone without figuring out a way of tapping into a resource is... It's unwise. Timothy's big, Timothy has a problem. He is very close to the river's domain with a lot, a great deal of wealth and no way to protect it. And a huge population of Fedoras who have no place to direct their anger and aggression. I think... Any... He does now. Yes. I think any attempt to redirect or harness Saffron's it's far too late. Mm. We are marching. We are marching. Unless you plan oh, to obviously. get on a horse and ride ahead of us. <laughs> no. Um, obviously, there's, there are going to be quite a few slaughtered. I'm thinking beyond the Saffron Wars. But... I'm merely ruminating <laughs> because even the thoughts I have are dangerous. Because... Redirecting Fedor anger and rage into ways that are useful to any particular venture that White Star might possibly have could be seen as a threat by the River's Empire. Plain and simple. Yes. And that's why I was I'm I'm ruminating. One other thing there, uh, Kashmir. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but has anyone other than Silver Ridge liberated a um, saffron held territory yet? Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure about that. Okay. Yeah, there's little victories all over the country. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. As much panache as we did. We set things on fire. We did. He um, how well Lewis did. Well, yeah. Well, I, I feel that um that the Coven Guards will uh fare well this battle. Mm. Especially especially which is good, especially since you're um since uh sovereign will be one of their leaders. Hmm. But I suspect that they will fare better than the uh, Imperial Army, which has proven to be less than effective. So let me pick all of your brains. <laughs> really stuck on this. Um, obviously, there's going to be a war. It's all going to be. The Saffrons have been pushed to um hell I'll just read it out. Edge Hill. Edge Hill. Um, by the way, just so we have no ambiguity, they Edge are Hill, yeah. somewhere between Ashenborough, Bridgevale, and Hedge Hill. That's that triangle is about a good five square spot. They're not sitting in absorbing the town. Right, mm -hmm. right. I just want to make sure that the, the shorthand is there at Hedgehill, but they're not actually at Hedgehill. Right. What is stopping the rivers from... The the threat it, that we received from the tested was, well, if you... If, you, if you're going to be heretical, they're going to just go run over your land, but what's... <laughs> What is stopping them from doing that during this Saffron War? I mean, I've been ruminating on this a little bit. Like, what in the world would be stopping the rivers from running White Star? Anyone want to roll a strategy? Yes, I would. I, I, Kenny has some ideas, but Casimir is better at this. Yeah, does not oh, except for my minus one, of course. Straight um, Warcraft. Yeah, of course. Wow, Laya, even with just pure Warcraft, was able to keep up yeah. with Casimir. That's that's what that wound does. Makes you makes you yeah. not think about things. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So, their siege troops are in with the Imperial Army. Right. So the only way that they could do it is with peacekeepers. They could theoretically go get a hundred peacekeepers. Walk into Dormhaven and basically tell the 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 Baron of Dormhaven, "Hey, buddy, you're not Baron no more." And they could do that. They can't really do that to Bridgevale because it's a ducal domain. They'd say, "Fuck off." Thinking. But Dormhaven, they could theoretically take without troops, just with peacekeepers. Um, but it would start a civil war. Yeah. Is the moment they're absorbing places for themselves instead of negotiating other people's absorption? No. Coven cards are going to say, oh, well, that's what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Coven, Coven Guard and the rest of the realm prevents them from doing that. Yeah, anyone who wanted a piece of them now has a justification because they've broken their covenant with everyone else. Right. Yeah. 
which is why White Star has to be particularly on point about stopping out this to prove that they are not. That's what mm-hmm. she talks about. That's why you have to have that show of mm-hmm. orthodoxy. So just to expand, because 15 is not a crappy role. The, the, the line they could cut is, we didn't send the Imperial Army. We sent peacekeepers to, to secure the Imperial Bank. Mm. You might they might be able to to, to compromise taking Dormhaven because it is the Imperial Bank. But they still haven't done that. They haven't because they don't want to lo- waste 100 peacekeepers. Right. They'd rather use that to hold the country. Mm-hmm. Um and then they'd have that you'd have to convince people like Lewis and all the other people that it's legal. Because <laughs> peacekeepers aren't going to do shit just because you said so. <laughs> yeah. But if Andalusius was that crazy, he could make a legal thing of, hey, you know what? Stormhaven's never been theirs. That's why the Imperial Bank's there. Mm. The likelihood is ludicrously low. It would have to be like you guys are like, fuck the river's empire and then be like okay absolutely that is not of any interest right well, you know Siobhan if you want somewhere to uh, uh, if you just feel you have to have take some of door anger and generate it somewhere in a year a day there's an island off the coast then from there, you can go to some of these other islands. Because the Mikado has these nice three islands next to them. They don't really need those either, right? All of those. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. I'd say six months after the wedding, uh, the Fedora are going to be sitting on the rivet river south yeah. of Silverridge to march into fucking Montemir. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And then the only question is it Pearstone Defense strikes you then at your soft underbelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um Isn't that we're trying to get on good with Tamir? Isn't that what? Isn't that oh. why we're trying to one of the reasons trying to get on the good side of uh, the Talmir? The biggest reason is Lias Lias Talmir or die. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I didn't yeah, say it was the like, biggest reason, but I said that was one of the reasons. Long and short is I was less interested in protecting saffrons than I am trying to understand White Star's resources. Yeah. Mm. I'm the saffrons have made as much as I have empathy for people who have been misled, and I do believe quite a few of the peasantry have been misled by Simon Krieg, and I hope that he is executed in the worst of ways. Um, you know, we... I, I, I see that there is resources among the Fedora of White Star. I say that it, it's a situation of, if you sided with the Saffrons, you knew the, the choice you were making. But even among those um, who have been pulled into the tide of the saffron uprising, 
there are those who could, in theory, be repurposed and reused and have their angers redirected in ways that could be most useful for future enterprises. Whatever those future enterprises may be. And, you know, Gully's try buying off Pearl Stone. Like, in some territory on the other side of the... Maybe... I, uh. It's a careful... Uh, it, it would be, it'd yeah. have to be a careful dance, because it would... You... You show too much favor. You're you look like you're you're being heretical and unfaithful to the reverse rule. Mm -hmm. If you uh, go completely the opposite direction, then you're cutting your nose to spite your face. Because even amongst the the heretics, there could be those who could be of use. If you build up an army of people who our cunning warriors right on the right there the rivers are not going to look upon that very favorably no matter how loyal we are to the to the rivers empire and frankly we're loyal to the rivers empire but white star has yes. <laughs> white star has no way of protecting the wealth that it is starting to grow for itself. So. Because it's managed to upset so many people. That is why they're flocking to this. It's also important to remember that Olivia Perestone is going to be marrying into the House of Upperton. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's the important part. Yep. So I don't. I don't think they'll buy it because the only thing you do is tell them we'll leave your husband and his family alone and let them join Pearlstone. But I don't think uh, the people of uh, was it Mulrose. Yeah, I don't think they're going to fly for that. No, they're too. Uh, they're too loyal to Montnamir because of the long history. Mm -hmm. I'm back. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you went anywhere. He put BRB in the general. Yeah. Uh, no, in all likelihood, you'll eventually have to march on both Paristone and Montemere. Hopefully yeah. getting Paristone in a pincer with Talmart and Amir crossing the river. And Paristone, you would take such a chunk out of Paristone by doing that. Yeah. Then with Paristone fallen... Montemir is alone. Yeah. And and maybe uh, the uh, so Sovereign wants to get... You cut out there, um, Kenny. Sorry. Maybe Sovereign wants to come in from the west. Mm. Um, good question. Um... So you can see uh, what I'm sort of ruminating on. I don't know if it's necessarily going anywhere or I'm more putting my thoughts out there to the, lot, the likes of you all to help me elucidate them. At this point, what I Kenny think... was saying, yeah, it's you don't make bad points. It's just too far gone at this at this juncture. At this like, point, I think that their best help for us 
will be to give practice to not Jenny Casimir, whatever. Sorry, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's confusing. Also, also, like, K yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all the C's and the K's. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, unfortunately, I think at this point, best they will do to help us give practice to our soldiers so they are ready and for the future war. Mm. The only As question is uh, the only question I have is are we going to leave Montemere for enough pride left that they don't you know basically create another saffron society fight across the, the country? Or use the red use uh Yeah that's what I mean the red, red dot yeah yeah, yeah, the red dot or spot or whatever. That's the bigger yeah, because they're not gonna create a her heretical fracture yeah, they'll of have, religion. They'll, they're gonna yeah. create a terrorist organization. Yeah, they're gonna have secrets, not magic. Right. We need to figure out a way to counteract that as well. That's I was hoping that the tested would I did not realize the, the considered fair game. By, the tested by the are people. playing their their own game. Yeah, the I tested know. are also yeah they're also very invested in the imperial setup, staying as is. So even even well, I'm just saying that even if an imperial house were to a member of the imperial house were to come after them them retaliating could be seen as shaking the status quo and their authority relies so heavily on the status quo that they're like, yeah, so we lose five guys, but you know what? We still, I'm still in charge. So it's okay. I see. Yeah. I see. It's, it's important to realize that the tested have been in control of the bureaucracy for less than 200 years. Okay. They were not in charge during the Sedai reign. Okay. Only the rivers and their 34th year after the takeover they create this thing called the Pact of Gold, where basically every bureaucratic position is held by a testament. I see. I also, while it's just the four of us, I I look at Lila and then I look at the wall, the door. I, in <laughs> fact, yeah, we'll hold up a finger then, and can I roll a notice roll or a open the door roll? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing in the air of the hallway. Okay. That Thanks was for the very yeah, that was... <laughs> Also, Casimir, um... do you know what a, uh, or Kenny, do you know what a gambit pile up and a gambit roulette are? No, I do not. Okay, so gambit roulette is when there are multiple plans in play at one. Oh, I'm sorry, no. That, that'd be a gambit pileup when there are several plans in motion with competing and separate agendas that are colliding with themselves. Okay. Um, so w once Casimir gets the go-ahead around, he says, I thought that tested um, Juan Diego's question about Carrick and his apparent himself with the 
uh, Mikado is it must be given a great deal of weight and thought by everyone here. It is clear that Carrick is blinded by youthful lust um, and the amount of bloodshed that can occur through this must be acknowledged even if my father refuses to put us Hmm. Has anyone bothered to speak to the Zagrapati and why they allowed their oldest daughter to make the marriage pact that she did? Or even Mio as to what her thoughts on it are? Have you? No. I, feel I say that... that simply because there's a lot of assumptions being made. Even among the tested, they're asking questions because they can't fathom it. They're making, uh, they're making bets. The sure mm-hmm. sign they don't have a consensus about anything. I did not necessarily feel it my place to ask such questions. I, if Connor didn't want such a thing, it wouldn't happen. Period. Exactly. So you take my father's. Uh, decisions and point of view as as what? Sorry. Infallible? No, hardly no. infallible, but his uh, his no. authority is totalitarian. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between infallible and yo, Uncle Connor's in charge and if there is something Uncle Connor does not want he makes it pretty clear, and it does not happen. All right, so a couple of things to know. Connor's plans have plans. And... Wheels within wheels within wheels. <laughs> yeah. And a few wheels. And two, we weren't let out of the city more than, what, um, five weeks ago? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I mean... First pretty girl that Carrick has ever seen. And I would point first out pretty that, smart uh, girl that yes, he's seen. First pretty <laughs> smart girl that he's seen. And I would point out that Uncle Connor did tell Carrick, hey, maybe before you get married, you go out and you know spread your wild oats. Of which Carrick has not seen fit to go and spread to a brothel. No. There's a brothel and then there is you know, hey, let's go check out some of the other ladies. That's what I did. Uh, ladies did of, yeah, <laughs> just because you introduced him doesn't mean he opened his eyes. Honestly, like, if he's anything like your father, he will be he'll feel perfectly justified in marrying Neo and carrying on with whatever woman who whatever other woman who crosses his path is. And that is completely oh. Carrick. Though I doubt it. Well, I doubt it too, honestly. <laughs> but, um, but I'm just saying that we're talking about civil. Civil war. We are. Are, are we? Are we really talking we? about civil war? Yeah. Who are we I talking mean... about civil war against? I. Montemurs. 
that's not civil war. Okay, that's just fine. war war. <laughs> that's just war war. Yeah. Well, we're talking about <laughs> war on this continent involving the Mikado continent in any war. Are we involving well, the Mikados in any war? If the um I once you are bound by blood to them or through marriage and then blood to them, then yes. Do you know that the Mikado in your experiences, do you know that the Mikado are planning to come through Almira to invade? The continent. Yeah, I guess I'm confused because did. Neo is Almiran. She's not Mikado. She's not Mikado. She's an Almiran. They, the Mikado already invaded. We the Belkinds. Yes, quite a while ago. And you don't think that they're going to stop that after? All the we've been fighting them. You don't think we want to return the favor? Of warfare are they really equipped to come across the sea and attempt and to, and attempt to mount an invasion? I don't know. Are they? I mean, I'm saying yeah. I'm asking that not sarcastically. I don't know. Are they capable of doing that? Can I make a, a strategy roll? See how. Feasible, that is? Absolutely. Um, if they had friendly ports to land at, absolutely. If they uh, landed at Shelby without troops aggressing against them? Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. They could draw probably about half the size of the Crusader force in less than three weeks. Yeah. Um... The problem is, ally. yeah, it's it's trying to actually land. With, with an ally on their side that would allow them to land, at which apparently uh, the Songer part, party sister will certainly make them an ally since she is becoming the emperor. Um, that makes them even if but wouldn't that make them more allies then because why would they want to why would she want to invade her own family home well they wouldn't they would walk through their home to the next people that sounds like their problem Now, you I'm asked sure. if they could do it. Have you asked yourself well, what happened if they moved all those troops while there's still a... Uh... You say that... I don't think we moved all the Crusaders out of their territory. I'm sure you left enough to hold it, to defend it. Maybe not aggress anymore, but definitely hold it. Well, you say that's their problem until... It is on the land. You, uh, the Talmerts are um, have a faith allegedly um, incompatible with that of the. 
With the what? With the I then it would become my problem and I can address it. I'm simply saying to your cousin that you're going and looking for problems when we still have our plate full, full of <laughs> We have them. a whole big continent full of other problems right now. I, I guess I don't see why marry into a such a problem. That will certainly be a problem, if not in our lifetimes. Then well, the sister's engagement was children. after was after Carrick. So I mean, if that if nothing else, that's that's the argument to be had, or at least it was announced or alluded to after. Because that, what because Carrick marrying into the Almurin strengthens the East Coast and puts a real bite on uh, what's gonna call it Montmir. I kept trying to say Martin. Uh, Montmir, which, you know, should be concerning to them, but was politically advantageous to us. So, I, sisters... I have a question. Go ahead. W w w would I know that the... Uh, how much do would we know generally how the... how they're set up? Would I know that the Shogun controls all the troops and not the Emperor? Uh, no. You, without a Mikado Lord, no. Not at all. Okay. Um... Well, um, Lila on, on Lila's score, yes, that's right. Um, the bigger part of, of interest in aligning ourselves with the Sangrapati is the ties to the Almera and, and strengthening the East Coast against the rise of the Montemirs. But even and the ocean, and the ocean, yes. But even on top of that, one has to also think that if there's one group of people that Uncle Connor is not particularly fond of, it is the Mikado, as they try to kill him. And not in a good way, in a particularly nasty and horrible way. And yet he is allowing the marriage to go through. Perhaps he has his reasons. Perhaps it's as, as simple as the politics of Almira outweigh the politics of an empire far away and um, who he is not engaged with since he was a young man. Or perhaps you can just go and ask your father directly what his thought processes are in this. I did, and it was clear that he became soft. What did he say? He said... <laughs> he said that maybe once I was a father, then I... Then what? Did he understand? Then I would understand. Of course... Considering the fact that he was a father before he had Carrick, um, I would suggest that his uh, that point is somewhat flawed. Perhaps, but you're still not a father enough to know yet, are you? Perhaps when you are a father, you will understand. I my mother taught me well enough to, to know that business and love do not should not be confused. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I understand why you'd feel the way you do. Uh I don't think you realize that in your particular case you weren't abandoned, you were taken from him. What? Because if no. he was to, 
No, because if he was kind to leave his bastards, I'd still be in Deerholt. I'm probably dead at the hands of the um, Saffrons by now. You forgot your grandfather, Malcolm. <laughs> he was a particularly yes. delightful chap. My mother did not abduct me, if that's what you're implying. Oh, no. You're, no, I said. Your mother abducted you. It was yes. that our, our grandfather was, was an unpleasant man, shall we say. And no, you, you, no, no, yeah, yeah. So you weren't the one abducted. Connor was placed under house arrest. So he didn't, would never have the chance to go back and try to find you. Hence why he went off adventuring and fighting the Mikado. The Mikado. It is so good that Until, he spent 30 yeah, years looking for me. And I happened to uh, wander up under his nose. Well, by the time that he was free enough to be able to do anything now, he was a duke. And you were on another continent. Yep. Anyway. Our, our grandfather was... had, our grandfather Malcolm had made a lot of choices that as we are discovering now two generations on have left quite a interesting legacy that we are now having to deal with. And I just ask you to think what we are leaving our grandchildren when it <laughs> but I digress as you point out these are all tomorrow's problems um, well. and you guys can go next door and ask Connor directly and I just want to be clear you ask Connor why he let Carrick marry this person not what are you going to do about the political repercussions of him marrying into this Mikado relationship? I'm happy to knock on that door and have that conversation with Uncle Connor. <laughs> no. no one else is going to. I'm going to go knock on that door. Yeah, let, let, that, yeah. Let, let me and Shaman do it. I don't think, if you've noticed yet, that we give almost zero Fs. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, Lila's just like, because Carrick loves her, why is that not enough? <laughs> like, sure, That's Carrick what I... Loves... Hey, sure, I, I didn't lie. Her, I didn't, I didn't lie to the I tested. Got... Yeah. You, yeah, you, you asked me why. Good. Love. That was the truth. I didn't expand <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, uh, he's not in the meeting with anyone, so the guards just let you all through. Uh, him and Rory are having a, a dinner. Good evening, Uncles. How does the evening find you? Crowded. How can we help? It was better until y'all came in. <laughs> How's the wine well, you have? Is it any better than what I have? I need some, something strong to help with these ribs. I'd just like to point out that I am now the middle child. Cashmere's <laughs> yeah. getting, getting his own barony. Carrick's <laughs> uh, making arrangements to create a whole new kingdom. I'm sitting over here. Okay, no, no. 
I even bought my dishonor, uh, my um, illegitimate as well yet. <laughs> uh, so. But one might argue you might be the child. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> Rory uh, pours Casimir a glass of wine. <laughs> um. So you're all here for. We had yeah, an interesting we're... conversation with the test today. Apparently there's some betting pools going on amongst the amongst the conclave of them here, wondering about why it is that you allowed uh Carrick to marry Mio, considering the political ramifications of aligning Silver Ridge with the Mikado Empire. He looks at Rory. Isn't it kind of obvious? Apparently not to the tested. Perhaps I told him love. Yeah, we, we said we all <laughs> said love, but um, I'm, I'm sure there's a large amount of money involved in this wager, and I'm I'm a little sad we are not involved in it. Okay, I'm going to explain this all to you very simply, and let's from now on just presume that there is an answer that you don't need to know. Well, I assumed that there was an answer we didn't need to know, hence why we told them love. So for this example, he goes up to Casimir, and he stands Casimir out of the chair and says, you are representing the River's Empire. Okay, sir? Yeah, I do. Okay. Then he goes to Caden, and he says, you're representing Covengard. Okay. Understood. And he stands you up out of your chair. And then, Laia, you're representing our secret alliance with the Saffron. I'm sorry. I'm nodding. I'm nodding for radio. Okay. He stands you up. <laughs> and he says, Rory is the Mikado Empire. So first, we are going to go against the Saffron Society. Possibly, at the worst case scenario, half of the knights we are seeing at the Conclave will die. If that occurs when we beat the Saffron Society, so many of the people will already be at loss, a civil war will begin. And at that moment, the currently weakened River's Empire will fall. And he pushes Casimir, who is wounded, back into his seat. Ow. I don't let him. I'm going <laughs> to okay. contest that push. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do it. Okay. Connor is not trying to cause damage. He's just trying to cause a point. So no, and, let, uh, and as is Casimir, athletics. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, pull up Connor for a second. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And And he does not have any, uh, um, what's it called, uh, unarmed. So, oh, you hold your ground. He's like, so you just 
shake. Um, he is then going to keep his hand on you and let you ease yourself down into the chair. Yeah. He's not gonna, he's like, okay, you're holding the ground, fine. You still need to sit down for this exam. Okay, so now the river's empire has fallen and the entire country is fighting itself. So then he goes over to Covent Guard. Covent Guard, being the next most powerful choice, will likely be the group that we get the coalition to work against. And as the entire coalition gathers up strength, they're able to push down Covent Guard. He kind of looks at Kane like, maybe you should sit I down. sit. <laughs> <laughs> now let's say we made a mistake. Let's say Covent Guard was too successful. Let's say the coalition we create is so strong that we start getting pushback. At that moment, we need to have our Saffron allies help us. And the way that they're going to help us is we're going to throw them under the bus. And he looks at Laya. Yes, I'm sitting down now, sir. Now, at this moment, two-fourths of all the soldiers of the entirety of the Bellringer are dead. At that moment, I'd love to be able to have... I don't know. If the Mikado are going to come, they're not going to remove us. If every one of my plans fails, we don't lose our domain. Except they can't condemn us for him being pro that if we're fighting in the wars to unite the bell ringers. It only comes into play if we're so incompetent that we've succeeded at nothing. It's a card in the back pocket. It's the card... He's totally interrupting all of you. It's the card that occurs as everyone is going to burn everything they have for the grab of land and weaken themselves for a foreign war. If the Mikado stay home and do nothing, fine. Carrick is unable to be bringing more than he is. He has solidified the securement of Almern. He has held the domain of the East, and he's created, if all of our plans fail, the Mikado will not take our land. You trust the Mikado to uh, follow that arrangement? I trust the Mikado would invest us as a one of their clan. I don't want this solution to occur, but I want that I don't rely on me always being successful. Kazmir is just shaking his head. And you, of all people, should know if you couldn't rout them in 200 years, 
They are a force to be worried about. They are indeed. I'd much rather have them in a peace treaty than them aching our domain as it's a water nation. So when he said, hey, you know what? There's the song or body girl I really like. You know, she sings all these songs. And I'm like, this is the most you can do by doing nothing. The only thing he could fail at is if he didn't stay in the marriage. Which is why my primary concern was to have him go and make sure that he wasn't, it wasn't his first sexual experience. Rory's like, are we done here? <laughs> I think we are, Uncle Rory. Javon's just what? gonna go look at Caden like, did we should stir the chef pot up enough? <laughs> <laughs> We're not brother and sister, but... <laughs> close though, so close! <laughs> We're very chaosedly. Connor's like, I will annihilate the Mikado from the world the moment that I know that I have no threats on this country. Casimir holds up his glass and drains it and uh, says, uh, thank you for elucidating your point. And Thank Lori gently kind of pushes all of you. <laughs> Thank you very much, Uncle. Well, we should probably, probably clarify something for Kashmir because he wasn't there when we signed the treaty with the Isle. <laughs> he may not know what he meant. I doubt he knows what he meant by the secret uh, deal with the Saffrons. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So, so you, um, so if you go to the map there, Kenny, the world map. Well, not the yes. world map. Oh right. To so go over the Silver Ridge, do you see that island off the coast that says Saffron Isle? Oh yes. So that is where the Saffron. Well, it's not really the Saffron religion here. Um, a guy went there and he stu- and he studied their religion and he came over here with it. I see. Uh, so he's just as much a heretic to them as he is to the Rivers Empire. I see. All right. Um, they're very afraid that we, that the Crusaders in particular, won't know or care about the difference and use that as a justify uh, justification to invade the island. Which they will not be able to defend. Right. All right. They're also very concerned that if he wins, his heretical religion will replace them, theirs, 
and even corrupt their god. All right. So they very much want the Saffron Society, like... Yeah, if they could get away with sending troops to help us, they would. But they know but, that's not going to fly. And they also don't want to be tied to the Saffron the, the yeah. Society, because they're not the same thing. Right. Yeah. So that's our it. deal... Will... So our deal with them is if things go so horribly bad for us in this war, like, you know, because we hadn't got an alliance with White Star because we was likely to be a target for White Star as anyone else at that point. And Montnemir has already made some couple of moves testing testing out, out on us and then. So the deal is if things go so horribly bad that we lose our um, domain, they would give us safe haven. Okay, and in return, if um, Crusaders attempted to take the island, we would use our resources among basically pirates and other and our control of this co this coast to sabotage any invasion that they tried to um, launch against the Saffron Isle. And that tree lasts for what a year and a day. <laughs> yeah, it's not for. Yeah, yeah. It seems he is making a house of cards, and it'll take just one to fall. Mm, no, it's much more. Is he is he's building fortification after fortification after fortification after fortification. One fortification goes. He has other fortifications to fall back upon. That's certainly how he sees it. What was that? That is certainly how he sees it. Um, what? What don't you see? And to and I'm honest in that because you know to an extent from our youth, perhaps we've been indoctrinated into something that you clearly see because he's got. Six plans that only if fail he goes to the next one and then the next one and then the next one. So what what is it that we're missing? People are not pieces on a chessboard. I'm sorry? People, sorry. people are not pieces on a chessboard. Oh, I'll grant you that, but that is not how your father sees people. He he definitely sees them as little bits to be moved as he sees fit. I, 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 there's many plans. Seems it just it seems to be planning for failure. Mm. And I, they are. It, it, Where do you see the failure? I guess that is my question. Where are the fault points? Wouldn't it just be as likely that everyone unites against the Almiran and us for being related to them than they would unite against Coven? 
I think the bigger concern right now is not what the threat that the Mikado across the sea posed to us. You have been away from these lands for a very long time. You are hyper-focused on the Mikado, believing that they're the real true threat and enemy. While we're living with an empire that I have heard rumor even in this event, there are people who are concerned about the stability of our own ruling house. And I want to see that ruling house stand because I don't particularly relish the idea of civil war. I would like there to be nothing but peace and security. And if that were the case, certainly I'd be more worried about the Mikado. But right now the threat is in our own backyard. That, the Mikado, are they a threat? Certainly as much as anything out there in the world could possibly kill any of us. But there are a number of threats that are happening, little pieces that are could tilt one way or the other in our own backyards right now that could threaten all of us. And that is what Uncle Connor is preparing for. The Mikado, the Mikado are one of just many things. Yeah, see, you think they're going, they're worried about the Mikado are coming, come over right now every day. Because you spent your whole life thinking, are they going to come over here right today and try to kill me? What most people in the country are concerned about when it comes to us and the Almerians is, how can I get their ships on my side? How can I stop them from moving someone else's troops to my undefended coastline while I have to put troops on my border from someone else? I think, if anything... And in fact, how can I talk to them using their ships to move my troops to someone else's border while they're looking the other way? If anything, people are... Just in case. <laughs> yeah. People are wondering on the with the Mikado Empire and Uncle Connor, I think people are truly <laughs> baffled by it. It's not a secret. Connor nearly died at their hands. They're trying to understand his political gambit, and I don't think they get, they see the pieces. And I Montemir might. Montemir might. Montemir's probably the one that does see the pieces the best. But I hope that they never figure out the picture, because that's like the fifth or sixth back plan. There's like four or five others ahead of that one. That's you not do, even the most important one. You do hear new people have gone into Connor's room and there seems to be positive conversation. I'm glad. He needs, he needs his unruly youngsters to not be bugging him. <laughs> like, come on, let's go stir the pie. And now you're like, he needs his rest from us Unruly youngsters. Have you never? Have you never had a sister or a daughter-like figure in your life? I, <laughs> I am the daughter. I am the oldest. Stir the pot, and then you're like, "Well, we need to let him couple down from the fact that we want to just stir the pot." I mean. <laughs> There's a reason my father had gray hair and was 
and and practically none on the top of his head towards the end of the day. Um, so, I got like five little sisters. Some are actually related to me. Yes, trust me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a solid knock on the door. I'll answer it. Um, and this is who you see, and you know who it is. Do we know who it is? What's can I painting my last finger now? Um, it oh, is I just saw that guy. Yeah, oh. is it's my dad? Yes. Oh, yep. okay. I haven't seen a picture of Kincaid since the beginning of the game, I think. So, and Siobhan's your mother's gonna... behind him because it's now actually been four days since Connor sent the letter. So, so Siobhan's they could, they could going to just run like headlong in the most unladylike fashion and throw <laughs> herself at her father. And the one other person who is there, um, you all know, and that is Captain the Guard who, who guarded them on the right. Oh, yeah. Mom, I miss Gregory. Um, the concept of Gregory. <laughs> yes, I miss the concept of Gregory. Yes, that's, that's, that's pretty much Siobhan right now. Yeah, and uh, Wanda, Kincaid, that was my friend Tilly. Yeah. yeah, Kincaid and Ursula are like, well, we heard that uh, it was important for us to get here as soon as possible. Yes, I'm so glad that you arrived. And she just she let she like drops off of hugging her father because she I imagine mm -hmm. he's taller than her, and yes. then goes to hug her mother. And um, your uh, Kincaid like tries to like contain himself. You're like you could totally tell in his mind. It's like you're staying in the room with all these guys. <laughs> Wave. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I'm, I I mean, I'm here with with Lila and you know all my cousins. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Uncle Kincaid or Uncle Kincaid, their father. I'm like everyone's an uncle. I don't know if you remember Father, um, but um, this is Casimir Ramirez. Um, he is your nephew. Uh, Casimir, oh. this is my father, Kincaid uh, Silveridge. He goes over and he shakes your hand, not nearly as strong as you shake your hand, but the fact that yeah. you're wounded probably evens it out. Okay. Um, and he's like, uh, I heard that you had uh, many great successes in the South. Yes, I did. Um, yes. I'm now looking forward to uh, continuing these um, against the Saffron. Um, there actually was a certain aspect of uh, your supplies that were individually paid for by House Silveridge to make sure that you would have what was necessary to thrive. I appreciate that. I would talk with your merchants about the date in which they arrived. There's definitely some maggots in some of those rats. I understand that. <laughs> The food might not have been as pleasant, but at least the horses kept you riding. Yes, that was uh, greatly appreciated. Um, this is my wife, Ursula, and she like comes up. And, Pleasure to meet you. And she kind of gives a little bow. Um, 
uh, we've recently gotten off the boat and uh, we've sent some of our own house servants to go get us rooms in the city. But we wanted to make sure that we spoke to Connor after uh, his letter um, told us of the urgent necessity to arrive if we could. How are things in Silver Ridge? Or is everything okay? Um, oh, there was this one unsightly thing um, of uh, Sinog the uh, Kinslayer had a, brought a group of mercenaries. But, but Wanda Benetti could probably explain it better. Um, and Wanda's like, yes, Sinog returned with a group of mercenaries. He stayed about uh, a week, and then the mercenaries started attacking uh, house guards to imprison different people of the house control. Uh, while many of us were captured, not all of us were, and we were then rescued by uh, Heinrich, and he was able to release a majority of the house guards and route the mercenaries to the fact that we were able to imprison or slay all of them. There was probably, we killed about four of the 12 and were able to imprison the rest. Um, Sanag was laid low by arrows and he, under medical care, is recovering in the jail cells. I'm just going to kind of glance at the others, like, with mercenaries like, what do we do <laughs> in in the local vernacular I think that's called a shitstorm <laughs> um, because of all of the conflicts that were happening in Silveridge we also made a point to send a group of armed guards and take um, Lady Silveridge uh, McBravo to the House of Henge to recuperate for her uh, laying time. Oh, that's good. Uh, I hope that there'll be joyous news soon. Um, a new cousin. Um, we also wanted her under... Imogen Cassano's advisement on the medical aspects of the birth. Of course. As for uh, Cousin Heinrich, how fares he in Windbreak? Um, he's been able to keep his cool under such intense kind of conflicts. He, he never felt that Sanog would work against Silveridge's intents, and he did not wish to send a letter or his send him to his father for adjudication until after the conflict and Connor could, as leader of the domain, make the decisions of what occurred. Mm -hmm. he, he did not, and this is Lady Benetti, she's like, he asked for my advice, and we came to the conclusion that his remit did not give him the ability to do summary justice on any noble. And we both agreed. 
it's um uh it, what's her rank captain benetti yeah yeah she's a captain perhaps captain benetti um you and uncle connor can discuss the situation a little further of course um i am not free of my remit though until i've gotten ursula and kincaid into their quarters in the town of course uh, where do you plan on staying, or do, or is it going to be wherever the the uh, servants are able to secure you? Uh, Ursula says, "I have been told that there is some grazi inns that they are willing to uh, trade for some money." I hope that they're comfortable. I mean, the grazi are a very hardy inns. <laughs> Rough it, willing to rough it sort of folk. Hardy. Kincaid says, I still think it is better than us trying to uh, bed with the troops. That's fair. I, we can say nothing since we bedded down here. Um, it was perhaps a little safer for us ladies to be inside the castle than outside with the troops, but then of course we've had uh, our, our cousins here. In said, I also heard that your um, cousin, the heir, is going to marry uh, one of the first in of, of the heirs of Silverage and Ramirez not to marry a Fedor in probably 12 generations. Mm. Yes. Mio is a lovely girl. Very bright, highly intelligent. Very much up care, Sally. But I think all of us have been on the market, as it were. Casimir has secured himself a, a lovely lady of the river's lands, Penelope Durand. All it cost me was a couple of broken ribs. Ursula says, I met Emily Durand years ago. She is quite a, a fine lady, and uh, her father taught her very well. I imagine she'll make you quite a wonderful spouse. Penelope. You said Emily. Sorry, Penelope is what I said. It just I oh, probably sorry. cut. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I, I'm sure she. Oh, now you cut. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, I'm sure she will. Yes. There you go. And okay. Kincaid says, Rory also said that there is a match for his heir. I'll look over at Lila like, you want to spill the beans on that one? There's much to be discussed before things can be finalized, but potentially... I uh, I remember from when I met your mother. When I I met uh, Ursula, it uh, she was definitely a person who put me on the uh, the track that I am as a man today. I feel that there is many matches that you could have, and I'm I feel Louis Covengard was a good choice. Remember, he's four days back. 
Yeah, no. Like, Siobhan just went like, mm. sweaty like in real life. I also just, yeah, mm. I don't know. I feel like the GM wanted me to make that decision because no. that's all you've talked about for like two sessions now. So no, I've, no. I've been appropriately chastised. No, no. Because no, he's a hero of the land. He's a hero of the land. He's the good guy. You guys are you guys are the sneaky guys. You're the chow chows. You guys well, don't get well, to be you, like you feel that way, Laura. Imagine how I feel ha- having a bind assassin network sicked on us because of not Sorry. on us. Okay. You, you you weren't here when they gave us a book and tried to get us all to kill themselves, kill ourselves. Right? Right. But they've already been on it. Okay. <laughs> Casimir's wife killed the man in front of in, awesome. in, in front of a peacekeeper. <laughs> well, I would inform my uncle with a certain reluctance that um unfortunately I will not be uh be joining uh Louis Covengard. He has made a much better match in Agnes Martin, uh, and I feel that they are quite well suited for one another. Oh, I'm very sorry. May I ask who you are showing an interest in? Uh, Sovereign Zarazowicz and I are in conversations. Oh, he is. I uh, I did meet him as well when I went to go visit my brother in Ice Age. He, uh, he is a brilliant man. Um, mm-hmm. Um, I uh, can doubly congratulatory. Oh well, thank you. Um, like I said, there are certain things that need to be discussed first, but until um, that time, I uh, Connor sometimes would uh use his notes to pass certain tests. Which, who's speaking, Kincaid or Ursula? Kincaid would say that. Yeah, saying that, you know... Because like, you have to remember... Notes or cheat notes. Because <laughs> you have to remember, he is 12 at the time, while Connor's, like, leaving. Right. Yeah. I cut that drift, yeah. <laughs> so, no, um... Sovereign Zarazovich, um, I uh, g- when you do see him, please give me give him the uh, sorrowful aspects of his father's passing. I have not. Uh, I heard of his father's death not long ago. I will do such a thing. I oh. uh, I confess I was not necessarily aware of that myself. Um, I will. I will convey that in my own as well. Then I believe it was. Within the last two years. Um, but uh, we will we will go, and uh, he gives Siobhan a kiss on the head. And um, I, uh, it's a pleasure to see all of you. And again, uh, Sir Casimir, a pleasure to meet you as well. In case. Um, Are you sure you will be safe? Uh, do you want me to see you all out? Oh, no, no, no. We have Lady Benetti. We, we should be fine. Gonna give one last hug to to both of them. Yeah. 
and uh, the beautiful naivete of your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love my parents. I'm what I'm like. I love my parents. I'm I'm much more Connor's niece than my parents' child. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your parents would have been like they they could have been like, oh, we can marry a peacekeeper. We're not we're not bad people. Oh, you guys are bad people. I'm like, I didn't know. so I'm uh, marrying uh, Timothy Whitestar. Well, they know that because that was yeah. in the letter four days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so on on boat, if you're racing the boat, you theoretically can make it there in four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but um. So, yeah, or, or did, so was this like since they were the youngest, Connor just made sure to shield them from everything? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So they were in Deerholt running Deerholt. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. And that's then right. they're yeah. and they're attacked by the assassins. And mm. after that scenario, they never leave Windbreak. They're the advocates of the kids don't go nowhere. Policy. Yeah. 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 And what's Connor going to say? Oh, right. You almost died last week. I'm wrong. Go out and do whatever the fuck you want. Right? Yeah. Connor's like, okay, you know, it's hard to debate that. And then he holds that until Dirth and Henge basically say, you're a bitch. Right. And then he's like, fuck it. They're out on their own. Kincaid you had you had a solid ten years of keeping these kids under lock and key. <laughs> yeah, right. Which um, also, Kenny, I'd like to point out you've been here um in um in the Empire for what less than a week, about six days now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah so since you've gotten here, th- th- just so you know, like they pretty much let Silveridge do whatever they want as long as you're not directly opposing them. You've been here a week. And in a week, you killed a famous mercenary captain and became a lord. <laughs> okay. This is, yeah. In a week, you just were like, but bam, hi, bitches. And everyone's like, fucking silver ridges. Oh. Sort of true. Sort of true. <laughs> they are pirates. And, and pulled an entire elite unit out of the Imperial Army to be your personal guard. Yeah. I'm taking this with me. We walk in, we take what we want. Fuck you. (laughs) You have to understand why Andalusius does not like you guys. I mean, we're not out there to make friends with Andalusius. We just don't want to make enemies with Andalusius. Same reason the arbiters don't like humans in Discworld. Discworld, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, does anyone want to talk to anyone else in the last like 10 15 minutes? Mm. Oh, I, those are my pay. I think I would want to go and um, ask Penelope if she would like to have a lunch sometime soon. You wanted to talk to Sovereign, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, first I wanted to ask you, to what degree do you think that Sovereign has to influence the Coven Guard's progress? 
if I'm being honest, and I know that's what you want, uh, a tremendous. So you think it would be useful to speak with him? No. About... I said he has tremendous pull. I don't think it will be useful to talk to him. I apologize for speaking in riddles, but that's the truth. Yeah. I know that you want Yeah, I know that you want to protect the Durant lands in in rivers. I don't I genuinely don't think you need to worry about that, but I can't be sure and I have some doubts now in my own conscience about proceeding with sovereign. So I need to talk to him. So I, I, I you, can't. You guys can invite Sovereign for dinner here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to have that conversation in front of the whole world. <laughs> that's why That's why you have Eston. Oh, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> Siobhan's like, you have whole conversations with your boo in front of me. And I don't know shit all. Because it doesn't. Like, <laughs> right. And the thing is, it ingratiates, it ingratiates him to Ramirez Silverich. Yeah. Come to dinner. I just think we can do that in nine minutes, but yes, we can yeah, start I, yeah, the next yeah. game with that, though. But and then, yeah, we, no, no. So. I, I, okay, I'm, I was imagining we're going to go to about 10 15. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, Sovereign can come by. You guys send a letter. He's happy to come for, for dinner. <laughs> Um, he, uh, he comes by and he, uh, um, has a, uh, a bouquet of flowers for, uh, Laya. Uh, they are a, uh, a white type of orchid that, um, is not on a hard stem, but more like growing out of a normal bush. And uh, he says, uh, thank you very much for the invite to come here. Um, I, uh, well, I don't have a, a place in the castle. I'm very happy to uh, always attend. Um, I didn't know what else would be appropriate to bring. You bringing yourself was all that needed to be had. Thank you so much for attending. Or for he, makes a, he makes a point to shake Caden and Casimir's hand. And yes. kind of give have a, I, uh, and have I give you proper introductions? I I know that uh, you know my cousin Siobhan, um, but mm. if I may, this is Sir Caden Maddox, uh, mm. my cousin, as well as uh, Lord Casimir Durand. Is that how Not I should? Yet. Okay. Yet. I I, uh, I, I, I want to speak about about. My proper uh, address before we go. That uh, in that case, then my dear cousin Sir Casimir uh, Ramirez, uh, soon to be of House Durand. Uh, of course, soon to be Baron House Durand. Right. I didn't say that part. I just said <laughs> of because if he's going to already talk to his wife, we're just yeah. going to leave that. The pieces were said without being explicit. I I did hear the nature of the duel that Casimir was so successful. In. Yes, it was uh, quite something. Um, it was uh, close, incredibly close. Um, and uh, wait, I'm trying to remember. Do, did anyone tell that um, the priest was from uh, 
was from um Alaya, I think told you it was Sovereign's priest. Yeah. Okay. And thank you for sending me uh, blessed uh Jeffrey Fortier uh to give me um uh, prayers before the uh before the duel. The strength of House Ramirez, I imagine, will soon be intertwined with the strength of the Zarazoviches and any blessings that we can do, we'll do our best. Um, Mr. Maddox, um, I was able to meet, actually, your father-in-law. Hmm. Um, I met him at a diplomatic um, meal in um, Grazi's domain. And how did that conversation go? Um, he was a pleasant enough man. Um, I imagine that um, Paradise Valley was not necessarily the most pleasant for him, but uh, he was he was kind enough. He he told me that uh, you were moved into and being raised as a knight. Amongst the uh, Silver Ridge people. Yes. And isn't the diplomat there uh, my uncle in law? No, so it is your it's real mother's brother. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Husband. Oh, he was getting. Okay. It's for step, some reason, it's your stepfather. 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 Yeah, for some reason, I thought it was like her brother or something. Yeah, sorry, stepfather. Yeah. Your stepfather. Yeah. yeah, stepfather. I was like, when did in law? When did the, the one... that's what I was like? I'm confused. Stepfather. Back it up a bit. Stepfather. stepfather. Yes, stepfather. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. Uh, his name was um, or is Lucas Maddox. That's I, I heard your last name, and that's why I recalled it. Yes. Um, I've also heard of, of a brand new piece of news just um, this day. Oh? Um, that Duchess Mercy has uh, declared her engagement. Really? Yes. To whom? A knight amongst her own domain. Good. Yeah, where was his name? Hold on, I have it written down. Yeah, there was Emmerich Bennett was making some very wild claims with regards towards uh, Eston Heritage, and I'm glad that the Lady Mercy was uh, bold enough to see through it for what it was. Yes. His name is Superanza. I wonder I I would like to pick your brain sometime about our as I know you are a captain um, as am I in this upcoming uh, fight of course but I also wonder I want to make sure that my wife's new lands find friends in the future. 
There are many enemies everywhere. Would you like to be more clear? I'm forgive me. I'm not good at the speaking in riddles. Um, yeah, when uh, I am worried that she will be invaded by Coffin Guard. That's an acceptable complaint. What can I suggest that she do to make sure that this does not either come about or to facilitate it that it is not the, uh, of her lands? Do you believe if Coven Guard invaded the rivers, they would succeed? Yes. Then just have her not close the gate. Okay. Coven Guard will not destroy the nature of her barony, but merely ask a loyalty to Coven Guard if they march across towards rivers. I was hoping that it would be that that would be the case. I, but as a uh, practical outsider, I wanted um, to make sure before I started making suggestions to unfounded in any sort of reality. I heard that you won the duel with a poison knife. That is true. I'm guessing that they could tell that by her corpse afterwards. Yes. Yes. I... Wait. I'm not judging it at all. I'm bringing it to a deeper part of my story. Oh, please. What if Rivers themselves has a poison knife and is able to rebuke the Covenant Guard advance? If you left the doors open of Rivercliff, then you would lose it. Yes. Um, I suppose the answer there would be that uh, it, there was a some sort of traitor um, that they found and summarized and brought to justice rather than the uh, Baroness herself. Then I would advise not returning to Rivercliff. Send letter to Rivercliff. Whichever side goes, leave it open. If the rivers complain, say we weren't there to give the order. If Covenguard complains uh, during the whole takeover, we weren't there to give the order. It's still your domain. You actually have won it by judicial decree. My only fear for the Covenguard invasion of the rivers is if they actually do have a flock of Griffin Riders hidden away. As far as I know, that's not the case. If everyone uh, knew everyone's strengths, we wouldn't need to actually put any people on the field. Very true. Very true. But believe me, if there's any opportunity of me getting my hands on a Griffin, <laughs> I will not be secret about it. Laya, what, <laughs> Laya, what do you think of Coven Guard versus Rivers? 
Can I do a notice roll? Of course. Can I do an adequate one? Oh, it is big break. Did my 12. Okay. So this, and I want to be very clear. Okay. There is two people in the other thing. In the hidden in the hidden passage. Which tells you not Suzette. Right. Well, it could be. It could be Suzette and his new best friend. Could also be, hey, you know, if I'm Sovereign Zarazovich, I bring my shadow jumpers. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. See, I haven't thought of that yet. Make My... sure that no creepy guys who can go through stone are sitting there listening. Yep. My uh, my opinion is quite simple and not particularly nuanced, I, I'm afraid to say. I feel that the rivers have grown very soft and compliant and uh, enjoy their lavish lifestyle without truly governing anything anymore. And while I may or may not agree with Coven Guard's direction, at least I know what direction they're moving in. Let me then clarify my question. Do you, what do you take for Coven Guard's chances against the tested bureaucracy? I think that they have a, a fighting chance because while there are many skilled among the tested, there are more knights in Coven Guard. I agree. And I still give Coven Guard 60-40 against the river. <laughs> the one aspect is if Coven Guard actually can stand up in time, the tested are going to open up every secret doorway through Coven Guard and Stonegate will be laid bare for Rivers, Rivers Return. If you think of the Rivers as the decadent empire, they're always seen as weak. If you think about them as the bureaucratic genius of Endelusius and the military genius of General Sherman, they are a threat that cannot be just discounted. Well, then you should have been more clarifying with your question. You asked me of the rivers, not of their, not of their strongmen. I believe the rivers is only led by their strongmen, which is why I think they are weak. I agree. <laughs> Coven Guard has mastered the aspect of distance-based war with the length of and breadth of their domain. They will be able to keep their people fed and on the move for longer than almost any other domain in the country and it will be enough to probably get them to strike at Snowspell, if not begin a siege of Old Winter. If the Griffins don't exist, as he kind of looks at Casimir. Casimir smiles back. But if Almurna have dragons, rivers have Griffins. 
He takes a, a bite of of his like uh of his lamb chop. <laughs> I'm gonna say in Soto, but in Estin, and Belkind might have an avatar. You passed me the Brussels sprouts. <laughs> like, that's how she's going to play it. Yay, like, thanks. <laughs> like, I got you, girl. You're talking some some no more drinks shit drink. over there in your Estin. You can't. He says says in Bell Ringer. Um Sarah feels that she can stop that. That she can what there, I'm sorry? Stop that. Oh. Do you feel she can? You don't know what they're talking you know about. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, but he says stop that. Yeah, he could he be can... thinking that he means the Covent Guard to the River Snake. Yeah. I was granting that. Unless he um, answered an Estin too. He didn't answer Nestin too. Well, he, he did. Okay. Bill, Bill. Oh, okay. Um, I think. I think she can. I think. For freedom of conversation. That I believe Guadalupe will be hung by one of her pillars within two years. I'm just concerned that. Hold on, I'm scrolling it because I forget exactly what level pillar is. No, no, no. He meant the pillars like those guys who were standing on top of the pillars. Oh, guys... okay. I was like, yeah, because I wasn't Four or five stone, yeah, staring pillars. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't well, recognizing the Yeah, the stylites when you guys came into town. Got it. I worry that it's and it is so painful for Lila to admit this. That as the Telmart thought, as the Bell kind think, someone else will get the idea that they can do it in there instead. If it's not stopped quickly. My sources say that the people necessary to finish the ritual are here at the Crusade. It's the only chance they have against Saffron Magics. What do you think? I think it's the fact that Guadalupe is here instead of there answers the question. But do you think it's the only way to stop Saffron Magics? I don't know. We're, we, are, we are not speaking clearly. The casters 
of the rituals to sow the energy out of the ley line are not in Selene. They are here in Mistwick to beat the Saffrons in the Crusade. So the timer on Selene, I don't think, is going. Even if it does, spells forgive. We know how to stop it. Water? Mm, not water per se, but cutting the ley lines that connect the land that create the power to call these avatars. Nah, I just gotta kill one person. <laughs> like, if it's just killing somebody, come on it. No, <laughs> no, no, I mean, you just, you just gotta kill one person. You just gotta kill Guadalupe. You know, well, but that she's not the only one. Other people know the ritual because it came from somewhere else. That, and that's what Laya is saying. That information is already out in the world to a fair extent now. It's still in shadows and behind closed doors, but I mean, how many more doors is it going to be behind pretty soon? My advisors... Please continue. I was going to say, honestly, the tested already know how to do it. There's there's many people who know how to do it. To do something with the power? My advisors know a ritual to find the lines. It's how the map of the canal was built. Not a character question. Did have you ladies told us that um, his little sister's being courted by the Belkind? Remember. I don't know. Yeah, did yeah, did did you sell that secret? I don't remember. I don't think you did. Okay, probably not. Yeah, like we talked, we were talking about it though, because we were all like the because like Caden and oh, well, said that's that's uh, when we that's when we we mentioned yeah. the palmas and then like yeah, oh, okay, it was yeah. like heresy. Yeah, now I remember. Okay. Yeah, okay. Because okay. you, yeah. you also said protect the cinnamon roll, and I thought that was funny because yes. I, I wrote that down. I have that in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so the answer is to that is yes. Um, us, uh, okay. Let us look at the worst, absolutely possible case. If they march on Talmert. Mercy is going to gather the entirety of the knights to bra- to Braidsnitch on the other side of the river, or even just on the other side of Goldbridge. As the troops begin to move and absorb, they can't maintain the Avatar forever. Once it fades away, there will be a counterattack, likely with the support of Almurian dragons, to recover Talmert land. 
Mercy obviously has a plan for the defense of this if she was going to prepare to use the weapon herself. I just would rather stop it before it began and not at the expense of Sarah. I'm happy to hear any plan. Sovereign is very much like, I don't have an answer for that. And that's not usual for him. Has she had any other suitors? Not of that diligence. What are Sarah's feelings about her suitor? She thinks of him as a religious reformationist. Do you think he's a religious reformationist? Wait, Francis Belkind is engaged to Autumn Walsh? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I was just looking through as I was trying to find, because I can't remember the name of, is the, Laura would like to know, is the heir of Covengard getting married? Because he was, wasn't he? Yes, but no one, that was all behind doors, they said. No one right, got to hear but what's his name? No one got to know who he's marrying, though. I'll give you the name. Oh, okay. So it's, it's done then, because my idea would be to marry her to the heir of Covengard, and then uh, let Belkrain... It's too close they... of a genetic cousin. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if they were cousins or air quote cousins. His aunt is the mother of the Covengard kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one that he was really close to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason why the Covengards are out. So, um, do you believe that the Belkine... Is it the heir or I forget? Yeah. Now. Well, no, it's him. It's his parents died when he was very young. Oh, yeah. So he is he, he is he is a duke at like eighteen. Do you believe that the Duke of Belkai is a religious reformer? Or not? I believe he's a person who has had to deal with the idiosyncrasies of Belkine faith from such a young age that there are few people who have not taken holy orders who understand it better than he. And in such knowledge, with still having the vigor of youth, he thinks he probably can change things. Do you think he would be successful in such change?
Javon, you asked me to be a prophet. I thought that was your your cousin. Hmm. What's uh, the Carrick is off uh, wooing his young bride to be and uh, asking for perspectives because I I ask only because he is wooing your sister on the idea that breaches can be mended. And it's an awful big promise to make for such a young man who has high ideals. I believe that Zachariah will be able to make the domain of Belkine as accepting of Pellists as... Almern is to old god worshippers. If he is more successful than that, I cannot make that presumption. I say that this only because I find I like your sister immensely. She's a delight. And I would hate to see her. I would hate to see her fall caught up in something bigger than herself. Because in the flush of in the flush of romance and attention. And finding someone who understands her. I did not recommend this course to her. I recognize that. And the fact that she is choosing it and it is not wholly ill-advised makes it hard for me to ban it. I will give an example. If she asked to marry the Duke of Grazie, I would have banned it. Zachariah Belkind also sees her as not all of us in the room understand this is not the case but Caesar is not losing any piece of his domain by wooing less than a banner woman who is not set to inherit, who is intriguing and pleasant and an amazing conversationalist and will bring a hidden minority out of his country, out of his domain to give it strength. Tyr Casimir, I believe that he also feels with Pella's support they will actually make major strides in the Crusades. That would be justification indeed for making peace with the palace. I think, though, that in the blindness of people like Guadalupe, she can't fathom what the marriage will cause. 
But by the time she comes home from the Saffron Wars, who knows how many of her followers she'll have left. Indeed. And who's um, her particular troops? Who has command of hers? Her followers on the battlefield? Primarily General Sherman. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> he hurts her. Okay. So we are uh, 20 minutes in. I definitely feel we gave a positive piece of that. I feel Laya got her individual questions. You got to find out about the invasion of uh, Coven Guard. Does anyone else have like a one or two sentence thing left? If not, we can cut it and go. I have some things, but I'll post about you about okay. them tomorrow. Okay. Um, as always, thank you. I hope you all had fun tonight. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Is everyone fine for at least a marriage happening next game? Yes. For sure. You're like, yes. I'm just dying to got it all. That's got it all planned out. I got the flowers arranged and no <laughs> one's come to this rehearsal. <laughs> so here's my thing. I don't actually have like other things to press you guys. Yeah. So I'm like, if you guys have things to run, it's fine. But I always... I always feel better to at least have some wind behind your sails. For sure, for sure. And and there's not any. Uh, we're low on the wind until after the weddings. <laughs> right. right. Um, but uh, I think Laya definitely got to understand what the ley lines do. It's yeah. not summoning old ones. It's summoning your old one. Yes, <laughs> it's much more conceptual than actual. Yeah, and. Uh, but I hope you all enjoyed tonight. I will uh, stop the recording and I will see you all next week. And you now can then start solving problems just by saying, hey, uh, Seamus, go kill that person. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I still vote that we show up to Tanya Bennett's winning and give her a box of rings. <laughs> oh, have a long and happy life. Here you go. Thank you. I just want to see the look on her face. <laughs> and did you guys like all your tested? Because I didn't have any of that prepped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like them. Honestly, yeah. I like how cagey they were. I even... I liked that even in her guffiness, like, Noli was giving Siobhan what she which wanted, which right. was just... I want to understand the lay of the land here. I like and that she was spooky. They they also are if you've spent six, seven months researching these answers, everything just seems so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heresy and Connor's and <laughs> after reason Connor's always annoyed at us. <laughs> oh, she's like heresy and Siobhan's like, whatever. I go to Belkine service. I don't care. Whatever. Connor's reason he doesn't like to tell you guys is because you'll talk about it somewhere where a spy will hear. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I also love like like is there a spy in there? Oh, it's my guys' spies. That's cool. <laughs> That's true. Oh, right. 
Okay. I, I'm gonna head to bed. Yeah, good night. Good night. Oh, and so by the way, Lyad, do you now feel that this is your long lost friend? He was. Yeah, like, no, I wrote that. Tortured. In fact, yeah, I wrote that with a sad face. Maybe but you don't know. Yeah. Maybe Hester, Hesterus, Lyo's childhood friend who disappeared, sad face. Yeah. But so like if, if he was rescued by uh, Reese Bennett. It's going to be bad news bears. I don't know. It'd be bad news bears, but I'm so sad for him. because Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. Fuck the Belkine. Fuck them guys. Yep. That's why we don't want Simon Roll Sarah to marry in the bell kind, even or though least, I literally cannot she think reforms of it, them, yeah. Or yeah, unless she reforms them, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, the old, oh, by the way, I do have two options if you really, really want to press for her not to. Mm-hmm. Who would actually be really great is Apollo's son. Oh, Nikos. Um, because Nicholas Lamaris, he, he uh, is kind of as honorable enough, and he's the right social order if everyone's above board, right? Not not being you're actually a to die. If everyone's like, oh, you're Zarazovich, that's the right rank. Mm. So, okay, cool. I'll talk to you all later. Mm. Oh, before you guys okay. go, yeah. quick quick question, yes or no? Because I already know what Kenny's answer is. 